Hey, when does the show start? <laughs> okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time. If I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choked when the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right, here it is. A Friday, the 22nd day of September 2023. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Good morning. In the other room, that is Kyle. He is, I've never seen somebody eat so many apples. He's got like three apples in front of him. Okay. Yeah. Man you wants. have too many apples. Look at that. Look how many apples that guy's got. <laughs> so many apples. Look at that. He's got one in his hand. He's got one on the thing. And he's got one on the thing. They're small apples, though, so he's probably eating them pretty quick. Yeah, that's a lot of apples to eat at 6 o'clock in the morning. Sugar high right there. Anyway, 916-909-0985. That is your number. You can use that to get on the text machine. Uh, our podcast, you can stream us, the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com, anywhere you get your podcasts on social media. At Listen to the BS, please give us a like, share, follow, and on the YouTube at The Bailey Show. Once again, Dirty Honey tickets to give out. This will be our last pair for this week. If you want to stick around until about 8 a.m. And we'll do Game of Tones. You can play there. And more keywords for your chance to win that amazing trip to Hawaii to stay at Disney's El Lani Resort here at 7 and 9 a.m. Your keywords in which you will take to krxq.net for your chance to win. This was the first week of the promotion. <clears throat> From what I understand, it went very, very well. With everybody, because there's numerous keywords throughout the day on 98 Rock, uh, like record number of keywords coming in. I don't know yeah. what that means, but people around here were very excited about that. So if you're excited, I'm excited. We're all excited. Mm -hmm. Yes. When somebody around here gets excited, I'm all about it. <laughs> if you're happy, I'm happy. How about that? Uh, tomorrow starts the first day of fall. Did you know that? Wow. I Is it already the vernal equinox? Uh, the, what uh, is that? That's, what they, that's the first day of fall. Vernal equinox? The vernal equinox. Oh, vernal. It says autumn equinox here. It's vernal summer then? Maybe I got my equinoxes wrong. I, I think you sounded real smart. <laughs> and I was, I didn't know. And I was buying it, <laughs> but I'm yeah. seeing autumn equinox. But if there's something that I'm missing, I didn't know that you had such good meteorologist skills. I just know a bunch. I had a witchy girlfriend. What does that mean? Means that they're she into would, like the oh the fall and like real like legit witch. I was in I was incorrect. That is the the spring equinox is the vernal. That's, I apologize. That's what I oh look. It, just follow my lead, kid. All right. If, it. if it's vernal, I'll say vernal. Understood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He'll know it's vernal. <laughs> like if I want to talk vernal, Nelson, I'll talk vernal. I don't need you to make up words. Understood. Everybody knows the vernal equinox starts Friday, September twenty second at eleven fifty p. I mean, I'm just lashing. throwing that date and time out there. <laughs> Take my lashing. Is that the right date and time? <laughs> it is not. No. Damn, why is that on your screen then? Well, that's the that's the autumn equinox. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, it is. That's, to, that's today. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Damn. Son of a bitch. Son of damn glasses. <laughs> damn it. Autumn officially begins this year at 2.50 a.m. Eastern time, Saturday, September 23rd. 
So it's uh, really late overnight tonight. <laughs> the fancy way to say it was autumnal, excuse me. Autumnal equinox. That's how you would sound like you are bougie. Yeah. Can you wait for it? Oh, excuse me. It's actually pronounced autumnal equinox. <laughs> Stop cutting me off. I am I the host of this program. You are very rude. Just produce. <laughs> when I want to talk about the Atummels, Equinox, I'll talk about it. <laughs> I wasn't there yet. But now that you spoiled everything. Spoiler alert. I just go home if you like. No, I want you to I want to talk about the Atummel Equinox with you. <laughs> so I heard uh Nikki, you and your uh <laughs> Oh my gosh. What did you hear? I heard that you and your new girlfriend um, got a little hot and heavy yesterday. We did not get hot oh, and heavy. Okay. okay. We I love that you all snitch on each other. This is great. <laughs> That's why I don't hang out with y'all because I just hear from you. I don't need to. You can stay in my house. It's like I can stream y'all's lives. We witnessed a life-saving oh. happening in real time. That's cool. And we cheered on firefighters that's all that happened okay scale one to ten ten being total bs nelson where would you rank that statement uh seven and a half seven and a half there were what? tongues wagging Nelson. oh they went back i Nelson. wish i would have i wish it would have taken us longer to pass there because it was back and forth Ooh, firefighters doing their job mm, exactly and like a lot of uh, food noises and like, yeah, oh yeah. A lot of uh, out loud organic noises. Yes. Mm -hmm. No, you know I have a very fondness for firefighters because I was one. So yes. to see them doing their job in real time, mm -hmm. donning their masks, putting out the fire, I was simply cheering them on like, good job, this is great. Why are you raising your hand? I've got a question. Why are you raising your hand? But I've got a question. What is your question? <laughs> I must have missed the when you were a firefighter moment. I was a firefighter in the Navy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you yeah, put yeah. out the fires on the boat in the I middle did. of the ocean. Yes. I absolutely did. Gotcha. I forgot about that. I thought you meant that. Don't forget about you it. You were a firefighter at a fire department, but no. you were in the Navy with your hose. I was. And you're putting out the fire. <laughs> I was. Absolutely. Gotcha. So I had. And you, from now that it's all coming back to me, uh -huh. you never really put out a true fire, but there were some small fires, like grease fires and stuff. That <laughs> no, put. I put out a true fire. Now, oh. our ship was never on fire, no. But in, you started in training, we had to put out a real fire. Okay. We didn't, we didn't practice with fake fire. So, yeah, of course not. But in real time, there was no emergency where no, the we bells were bombed and we had to hmm. put out a fire no all right so no 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 fire nobody no firecracker mishaps no no cigarette burns nothing so you the entire time in the navy as a firefighter mm -hmm. never put out a fire i put out one real fire the rest of the time but no, that was, was in simulation. training right yeah okay so not an emergency not fire. Not an emergency fire, no. Okay, so you spent your entire career as a firefighter. I did not spend my entire career as a firefighter. Well, let me finish. You spent your entire career as a firefighter never putting out a fire. Mm. I mean, if and you for want... an emergency purpose, yes. not in training. Correct. Okay, I'm just trying to understand no, the job. You're just that's trying... a great job. <laughs> can you imagine you're just having trying a to great game? Yeah. No, I'm not. I just yes, think that's a, that's that's the cake job, right? <laughs> I'm signing up yeah. to be a taxi cab driver, uh -huh. but I never have to drive a car. Amen. I am a pilot, but I never have to fly a plane. It's like signing up for the military in peacetime. You know what I mean? There you go.
You're like, oh yeah, let's get this pension. Let's hopefully, hopefully we don't go anyway, to war. That's no, not the, that's, that's not, the, not point. the point. The point is, is you were ready to put out a fire. I was. Yeah, I, I bu- practiced I regularly. I donned my uniforms just like I watched those gentlemen do yesterday. Mm-hmm. It just gave me flashbacks from it all, and I felt excited. I've never seen an actual firefighter put out a fire like that in real time, and I was excited. Yeah. That was it. I was not pining over them. I don't even know what those men look like, okay? They had on masks and uniforms. You just saw them putting out the fire. His hose handling skills were really good. That and sounds I was, like a- I was, um... From a distance. What? Hmm? What did you say? Nothing. I'm listening. No, you're not. You said something smart, but I missed it. But I'm always saying things I, smart because I'm a smart man. I was literally admiring the work of the firefighter. That's what I. Okay, there you go. That's I'm just, it. Like I don't know why you got to get snippy with me. I'm just I'm just asking questions and relaying no, what you I, and Nelson get together. You know, with your little tactics, and you think I don't know, and I know. Ta- uh, what are tactics? Our, t- our tactics. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a, a tactics meeting, but it's okay if you were. In, you know, I mean, you're single, and there was a firefighter, and uh, they're saving lives. Would and- you say your friend was also appreciating them in the same way that you were appreciating? No, them? she was not because she's never been a firefighter. So you might say that she was thirsting over firefighters. She was, yes. Okay, but I was not. Okay, you were jealous. I was not jealous because you don't want to see her go in that direction. No. I mean, yeah. firefighters are great. They do look good in uniform. So if she dated a firefighter, there will be nothing wrong with that. Your friend comes across, and I don't know her all that well, but she comes across as an extremely horny young lady. Um, sometimes she <laughs> might come across that way. <laughs> Is that a good gauge? Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she looks like it would be uh, a no-problem one-night stand situation. You know, I don't want her to appear that way, but I think to some people she may appear that way. Well, yes. hold on. Don't get it twisted. I don't think she comes across as a floozy. Uh-huh. I did not say that. I knew, neither did I make right. I know you didn't. I'm making sure I'm not saying that because she does not. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm just saying that she comes across as maybe a young lady that has been... Um, like her choice for the one night stand. Absolutely. Yes. You know, she's been restricted for so many years for whatever reason, and now is the time for her to jump into that world. She and wants a little freedom. She wants a little freedom. That's all I'm saying. Nothing she's wrong with that. She's looking for love, and she keeps her options open. So she's willing to... Don't, don't say that. Don't she's willing well, I mean, I to give she, love a chance. That's door, what I'll say. Her door open. No. A lot of things that are probably... <laughs> she's leaving open. No. <laughs> Not at all. So, Nelson, your chances with this young lady are strong. Uh, well... To get the friction off. I thought that. Oh, you got shot down last night. No, I didn't get shot down, but it was like uh, I had flashbacks to uh, went back when I was a toxic nice guy when I was young and I didn't know how to uh, uh, acquire any play, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm in the back of the car and then I'm hearing another woman lamenting about how there's just no single men out there. And I go, okay, I got that. Put me on the police there. Oh, like you weren't even there. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's fine. Not understanding that you're trying to shoot your shot, that you are available. Very available. That you're extremely interested, mm-hmm. and she just walks right past you. Yeah, and that's okay. Very rude. Yeah, I would not have been able to understand that as a younger man, but at 41, I'm good. Daddy so, gets enough of his own that it's okay. So there's no chance now for you to even, she's not even in the running to be Trudy Seven. Mm-mm. No. no. She's lost her her chance. Oh, with, I mean, with, she, well, with, I've lost the chance, I think. So ever, nobody's ever lost the chance. See, that's the way, that's not the way, it's <laughs> not the way you got to look at it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, you, you change that mindset, oh, yeah, yeah. she won't have that conversation in front of you. Uh-huh. You're like, you lost your chance with the Big Nelson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> big Nelly. Nelly. Big I can Nelly. Big Nelly. Big Nelly. Big Nelly styles is out.
You want big now? You want this guy with a Batman T-shirt? Uh-huh. Yeah. Come and get some. Tough. See what's on this bat belt. Mm-hmm. Tough. Yeah. She was into the Batman shirt last time. The one time we hung out. Holy great sex, Batman. Yeah. yeah. That's how you got to treat it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big time her. She big time me. Yeah, I big time her. That's right. You big time her. And she'll come. She'll come to you. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably better off. Well, see, so you can't see. <laughs> it's just us here, right? Nobody else is here. Nobody else can hear this, right? Possibly. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> it's just us friends. <laughs> There's a very good chance of that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so is that like one of your go-tos? Like you would, if you're looking for a guy, like the sexy profession is a firefighter? After yesterday, I, it, it was pretty hot. That, that was the first time I've really, really felt that way. It was hot. Okay, so now you everything that we just talked about is right. null and void. Thank you. You just admitted that you were pining. No, 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 no. Because I can, you can say that both. they look attractive doing their jobs, I was not pining over them, not at all. All right. I stand on that. Well, you want to see where they rank on sexy jobs and see if you got your head on right? Yeah, yeah. I would. Anybody got any idea of a, you know, there's some people that will date somebody just based off their job. Believe it or not, I know you're not going to. There was once a time when radio guy was on the list. Not so much anymore. Long time ago. Long time ago. All right, 916-909-0985. Thanks for being here. Give us a minute. Read the other day, Tesla says, we got no plans to stop touring anytime soon. Hmm. A lot of negatives. But a positive in the long run. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Those guys are awesome. Uh, I remember there was a party that I was at, and they were there, and uh, some of the guys from Styx, and uh, we were sitting there drinking, and the lead singer of Tesla was next to the jukebox, and my old producer and him left the party to go get fireworks to shoot off in the street. <laughs> <laughs> like he thinks that's like the cat's pajamas. Like he just that is the best moment of his life because it was actually a pretty cool moment because they're sitting there singing at the jukebox. Uh, uh-huh. I forget the song. He might have been singing like Joan Jett or something, but it was pretty cool. It was really neat. Uh, what was that that just happened? You know, Kyle was nice enough to bring you guys, you know, buy you guys some free Starbucks and gives Nikki her coffee. And her first reaction instead of saying thank you was. <laughs> I ordered cold. That's not mine. What are you doing? That was not how I said it at all. I might I be embellishing just to a make bit. sure <laughs> I might that be me and Nelson's drink wasn't mixed up because I don't know what Nelson ordered. I know what I ordered, so I'm like, but you no, talked to him like he was a bad cold. server. I did not talk to him that way. You made it appear that way. That's not how it was. That's not how Kyle felt. So don't say that. Oh, he's texting me right now. No, he's, he's not. Says he's leaving the show. <laughs> Says he needs another apple. <laughs> I thought maybe me and Nelson's drink was mixed up. I tell That's you, it. I appreciate Kyle. I said thank you. You're on a heater. First thing in the morning, you lied about the firefighter thing. I did not lie. That you were not pining. We were not pining. We were admiring their jobs, what they were doing, and they looked amazing doing it. Can we That's stop saying pining? Because you, you and I, neither of us use that word in real life. I don't no, know I why. Don't, yeah, but I don't you either. Say it. I, I'm saying so it right I now. I got to let you know that I ain't doing it. And I don't know why I'm saying it. Right I said now. it. Yeah, just stop saying words that we don't normally use. <laughs> I'm sorry, my vocabulary is so diverse. You, yeah. Oh, you use pining in real life? Yeah, I've used pining. I use pining here. I wouldn't use a word I don't use everywhere else. Demonstrative. 
That's another word. That's good. That's, yeah. <laughs> I have to work that in this week. Volcare Equinox or whatever you said it earlier. It was Vernal. I got the wrong Equinox. You did. A firefighter, believe it or not, not on the list for sexiest professions. What? It, it's absolutely a sexy profession. Yes. I dated my ex because the first picture I saw of him was in a firefighter uniform. Oh, you know Like it. in a calendar? No, 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 no. He Mr. was an February. actual firefighter, and his sister had been trying to get me to date him, whatever. Long story short, she showed me a picture of him at work, and yeah. I was like, whoa. You know what's funny? Like, some of these, like, sexy professions, and flight attendants, one, believe it or not, these are from, uh, according to men. Mm. So these are top ten sexy professions, according to men. Flight attendant, nurse, secretary, teacher, actor, police officer, doctor, bartender, maid, and singer. Um, and on the flip side, being a judge ranked as the least sexy profession for both men and women. Not at all. The rest of the five least sexy jobs, web developers, politicians, mm. marketing executives, and designers. But those jobs like firefighters. Like, I, I agree. Like, if I were a woman, I would think any job that a man does that saves lives, that puts his life in danger, mm-hmm. he's putting himself before anyone else, any first responder job mm-hmm. would be sexy. I mean, that includes EMT. I don't include the EMTs. They're saving lives. They're saving lives, but for some reason, EMTs never look sexy. Yeah, it's like the it's like the redheaded stepchild of the life saving community. Yeah, because I've I've heard that from a lot of nurses too. Yeah, they're not. I mean, they're they're getting down and dirty, but you just see them like giving people CPR and they got throw up on them <laughs> or blood on them. Uh-huh. This is not a job. Uh-huh. Well, that's why guys are attracted to forever and ever nurses. Yeah, you know because it's not just. It, for, if you were, if a woman were to go out for Halloween dressed in scrubs, mm-hmm. they're That's not. They're, well, no, they're not winning any Halloween costume contest. You know, nobody's going to look at them. You know, because Halloween, as we all know, is the one day out of the year every woman can slut it out and it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, dress. You know, oh, it's sexy everything. Look, I'm a sexy dog. I'm a sexy mm-hmm. cat. Everything's sexy. You know, but you put on scrubs and don't make it sexy. It's not sexy. But now you put a real life nurse in a hospital wearing scrubs. It's attractive to guys. Mm-hmm. And I think it has a lot to do. It's it's really perception becomes reality. It has nothing to do really with the outfit. It's the environment and what you actually do for a living. Right. You're saving people's lives. Right. And nurturing people mm-hmm. and helping them. And men like nurturing women. It, that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. It's the nurturing woman. Yeah. And you're trying. It's, you know, most men, I think, with a good head on their shoulders are more attracted to women in the pictures of women with clothes on, like in the wintertime when they're skiing and stuff, because mm-hmm. you can use your imagination of what's under that versus right. the in-your-face, this is it, this is that. It's kind of, yeah, whatever. It's nice, but I, I want to see the turtleneck. I want to see the skis and all that. I'm like, wonder what's underneath that. Absolutely. Mm. Right? That's why men marry women like that, and then they do other stuff with the other type of woman. Right. Men, one-night stand, girls yep. in the summertime, yep. they marry winter girls. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> The best turtleneck wins. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, secretary, nurse, flight attendant, teacher, uh, uh, actor, police officer, police officer, doctor, bartender. Bartender is just convenience. Yeah. Maid, power trip. Yeah, maid though. Like, have you seen like maids? Are, they're not walking around in like a, a sexy maid's outfit. No, well, that's just on TV. Well, well yeah. let's 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 be honest. If you have the funds to have a maid, uh-huh. you're attracted to them because it's a power play. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're doing something for you. They're doing something for so you. So you're you're discounting like the ninjas, the like the ladies that come over in the Honda Accord or whatever, and they got the, <laughs> the stuff, <laughs> the, the minute maids or the uh, merry maids. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. 
totally did. Because, you know, you sit there and you go, oh, you know, nobody's home. And uh, they've got at least another two hours here. I mean, let's kill some time. I am paying them. Right. So they do work for me. You know, that's probably the mentality. Mm-hmm. Same with the secretary. You, you know, you go back in the day. day. I mean, times have obviously changed. Mm-hmm. You, they don't want you to date in the workplace and all that other stuff. But, you know, that was the thing. If the guy was cheating because he was an executive and he's cheating with right. his secretary and the secretary felt like she needed to do whatever he said or she'd lose her gig. Mm-hmm. And so she had to sleep with the boss. And they had to keep it on the DL, so the wife didn't know. But the wife always knew. Yes, she always. Wives are smart. That's why. At least if you watch enough television from the age. You know another profession that I really like, and every man I meet in this profession for some reason is sexy. Engineers, not the ones working on your car, but like just engineers. And Jonathan. Well, I didn't think about radio engineers. I, I, (laughs) not radio. (laughs) Not to discount radio engineers. I mean, like I meet men that are like, um, um. mechanical engineers or whatever like the, like the engineering guy, the, field responsible for putting together like a power plant or yeah, like yeah yeah those type uh-huh. of engineers they're always for whatever reason extremely smart and extremely attractive but they'd be kind of nerdy you would think they'd be socially not the awkward one, not the ones i've encountered they aren't i don't know what it is the feel has changed over the years or something but every man i've met that told me he's an engineer is like whoa what's going on in this is he really an engineer, or is he just saying that? No, he really is. Now, I did meet one who lied and told me he was a electrical engineer. Some kind of way he put it, because, you know, they've changed everybody's jobs title. But what he was was a janitor at a high school. <laughs> an electrical engineer. <laughs> yeah. He's not even an electrician. I was so pissed. I'm like, yeah, you're a liar. I can't talk to you. Well, te- like, no, te- that's my job title. Techni- no, no. Technically, all my equipment is in the electrical closet. <laughs> right. No electricity in there, but and I find a way to engineer cleaning the floors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My car does have an engine, and I do have ears. <laughs> so I didn't really lie. Mm-hmm. It's just how you took it in my definition of an engineer. Right, it's a lie. And I can show you pictures on my flip phone. Flip phone. Here's my car engine. That's all I can afford. Eighty nine Ford Escort, and here's a picture of my ears. Engineer. <laughs> so that's on you. Mm-hmm. And no, I will not take care of our child. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nailed it. You nailed it with that one. I tell oh, you what. Gosh. I'll give you child support if you can guess which key opens up the front door of the school that I janitor. <laughs> you have a one in 584 chance. <laughs> And no, you can't pull it close to you on that little string. <laughs> okay, good luck in your life. <laughs> yeah, not those fake ones. Real ones. That'd be awesome line, though. <laughs> I'd be like, you're the man, dude. You go ahead and be a bastard dad. That's awesome. Right. All right, first round of headlines, and then we'll talk to our buddy Brandon Kravitz and uh, – for us fantasy football players, good game last night. Well, it was okay game last night. 49ers won, so it's probably good to a lot of you. But as far as fantasy goes, it was could have been better. Anyway, first round of headlines, what do you got? I'm going to tell you what beach sea lions have closed down and what celebrity big leagued another. All right, we'll get you those two big stories from today here in just a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. All right, first round of headlines. Thanks to our buddies at Good Guys Heating and Air. 530 Good Air. 530 Good 
air. Nikki? Humans can't follow simple directions like don't touch H1. San Diego city leaders considering closing a part of La Jolla Beach after some crazy encounters with sea lions. You can see on video here. They have now decided to close La Jolla Beach in San Diego simply because people are harassing the sea lions. They're trying to take selfies with them. Some of the videos, the, the little kids are throwing rocks at them and throwing dirt on them. Jeez. And the signs are clear. Don't touch the sea lions. Leave them alone. Do your thing. They'll do their thing. Well, now sea lions have become aggressive because people are bothering with them. So they have made the decision, the city council, to go ahead and shut uh, part of La Jolla Beach down as well as Boomer Beach. And how they're going to enforce this is they're going to put the park rangers out there. And if you violate the barriers that they put up, they're going to fine you. I can't believe they're closing down our beach. <laughs> Boomer Beach. <laughs> I've been going there. <laughs> I've been playing with the sea lions since they were sea pups. <laughs> These damn kids coming to our generational beach just sucks. The Gen Z is messing it up. For uh, you kids, get off. Get off my sand. Grandpa, it's time for your peas. It's where boomers go to beach. <laughs> going to boomer beach. That's a shame, you know, like that people, again, it's the like, share, follow thing, right? You, mm-hmm. you, you want to be accepted and you want to get your likes and you want to, Show your friends that you took a picture or threw a rock at a sea lion, which sounds absolutely ridiculous. Horrible. Now, now I can understand you wanting to take a picture. Go to a zoo, you know, go to a sea world, go to a, a water park that offers that opportunity. Get you an Android that zooms. I was about to say, stand far off and take the picture. Leave don't walk up to the sea lion to take the picture. Stand far off, take your picture and keep it moving. Because what will happen is the FAFO effect will take place. Absolutely. F around and find out. And you're like, this cute little sea lion just ripped my cheek off. Well, we, maybe we need a little more of that. There was a, you know a, I'm for it. There was a video the other day of guys, uh, like a, a shark had washed up on the beach or something like that, and, and they, like, beat it up or something. They were just, well, like, they, instead of, you know, calling somebody to try to get it back in the water mm-hmm. or even trying to do it yourself maybe, like, they're sitting there and they're taking pictures and they're trying to pick it up and they're throwing it around and, I'm like, what's wrong with you? I mean, you do realize that's one of the signs you will be a serial killer. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, something's wrong with you. you know, so, I don't know. Don't close the beach down. Stop messing with the sea lions. There Thank you, go. you. Second start. Shannon Sharp is cut off mid-sentence. H2. And we got to send some real boys over there to beat these boys in FIBA because... Uh, yeah, man. We got. I yeah. mean, we can no longer Hold send... Hold on one second. Sure. How about looking forward? Apologize about that, Shannon. Nah, bro, you good. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, because. What was that? So, Shannon Sharp is coming out of this restaurant in L.A., and the paparazzi comes up, and they're interviewing, and they're asking him questions about the game. And he's, you know, giving them the information. And all of a sudden, Selena Gomez comes out of the same restaurant, and they're like, Hold on, Shannon. Hold on, Shannon. We have to go, get, <laughs> yeah. have to go uh, get some pictures and see Selena Gomez. Even though she didn't say one word mm-hmm. to them. She didn't even acknowledge them. They follow her all the way to the car, take their videos. She pictures. didn't acknowledge who? Shannon Sharp or the paparazzi? The paparazzi. Well, I mean, she didn't acknowledge, she didn't acknowledge Shannon anybody. either. She just came right out and went sh- going straight to her car. So then they come back. They're like, sorry about that, Shannon. He's and like, that, you good, bro. That clip, <laughs> that clip good, is bro. edited down because there's 20 seconds of just camera clicking. Yeah. So okay. from the point where he goes, oh, 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 hold on, Shannon. <laughs> click, 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 count to 20. And that's when he goes, well, you could look forward. <laughs> <laughs> Who is he with? 
Who Shannon? Yeah. He was by himself coming oh, out of the himself? restaurant. Yeah. yeah. And so, but he was a good sport about mm-hmm. it. But this just goes to show, like, you know what your celebrity is when a bigger celebrity comes around <laughs> right. you. But I thought that was extremely rude how they did it. But he was a good sport. He kept talking. I would have walked off. But I that stood there and waited. But look, he's been doing this long enough. He knows that's the business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's getting he's getting the he's getting the pub from the paparazzi. And and rightfully so. I mean, Shannon Sharps made a big. Uh, I mean, he was a great football player, but he made a name for himself, you know, doing his commentary. And then he got caught up in the whole Skip Bayless and mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith, you know, thing with the mm-hmm. show and whatnot. So he's a big deal. But <laughs> wow, not bigger than Selena Gomez. That, that's like you know, you see those celebrities that are trying to get into clubs in L.A. Yep. The the, the most infamous one is Tara Reid from back in the day. Oh yeah. And then Paris Hilton walks right by, mm-hmm. and like Kim Kardashian walks in, and that was. The infancy stages of TMZ. Yep. You know, because Britney and Paris, they made TMZ what it was. You know, TMZ would not be what it is today if those two women did not exist. Right. And so Tara Reid's trying to get in, Mm -hmm. and she's yelling at the door guy like, Timmy, you know me. You you know I come here all the... Hold on, Paris. Come on. Uh Nice to see you, Paris. Come on in. (laughs) What is that? Paris, we're friends. No, we ain't. I'm on the list. (laughs) There was somebody else recently that wasn't on the list that was a person of name, and they just left, which I would too. Yes, me too, absolutely. I was just a lot of times the Grammy parties they can't you know like Clive Davis's big uh-huh. Grammy party and they can't get in the door and you're like, no, I literally just won a Grammy, right? Like not even twenty minutes ago. You ain't on the list. Right, on the list. That's what Kevin Hart was saying in his his newest comedy special. He's like. I have to go places with my friends because they need my face to get in the door. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kevin Hart. <laughs> need my face yeah. to get in the door. <laughs> I'd be, I'd love to be a part of that crew. <laughs> oh God, they are wild. And with Kev, yeah. Now yeah. you don't know me, but I'm with Kev. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Look at his face. Yeah. All right. Our buddy Brandon Kravitz. Host of In the Zone uh, on 96.9 The Game in Orlando. Also has a Fantasy Bites podcast uh, at RotoWire, and he's our fantasy football guy. Uh, so if you're into that type of thing, because I am, pay attention. He's always got good information. Do a little recap of last night, Thursday night's game with the Giants in San Francisco. Uh, and we'll talk to Brandon here next. Thank you. 98 Rock. Sending you to a tropical paradise at Disney's Alani Resort. I'm not going to screw the keyword up. No, we are not. We <laughs> not going to happen. It. Not going to happen. <laughs> the keyword, are you listening? Mm-hmm. Coconut. 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 Say it fast. Coconuts. Coconut. All right. A trip for four. This is the opportunity that you have when you hear these keywords. And remember, there's numerous keywords throughout the day. We'll have another week of these keywords. 7A, 9A, 11A, 1P, 3P, 5P. You listen to 98 Rock for the keyword. You take that keyword, very simple, and you go to krxq.net. That is the website, krxq.net, right there on the homepage. Bam, you put it in, and then you will be in the running for this amazing trip for four to Hawaii to stay at Disney's Alani Resort. Airfare, thanks to Southwest. We're talking round trip. We'll get you back. Don't worry. Voucher for four, ground tra- uh, ground transportation, you get room accommodations. This is for four nights at Disney's Alani Resort, plus a $200 resort credit. So this is a huge to-do by just listening, putting up with us, and taking the keyword and going to krxq.net. Again, the word is coconut. Yes, coconut. Coconut. Mm-hmm. Coconut. Mm-hmm. 
Thanks so much for being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Kyle in the other room. Our buddy Brandon Kravitz is uh, with us. Uh, Fantasy Bites podcast at RotoWire. He also hosts his own sports radio program in Orlando at 96.9 The Game. Uh, last night's game, Brandon, with the Giants being beat by the 49ers, uh, 12 to 30. Um, it was, it, it looked like Kyle Shanahan was toying with them, especially in the first half. So from a fantasy football perspective, there were the minimum amount of points, I believe, given out because of his game script. Would you agree with that? Uh, well, for 49ers guys, they went off. I mean, you talk about Christian McCaffrey was in the end zone again, his 12th straight game. He looked like a monster in the first half, and they didn't even really need to use him in the second half, so he could have had a bigger day. Debo Samuel was a great play last night. George Kittle had his best game of the season thus far, seven catches, 90 yards. Even the great Brock Purdy, great. 300 yards, two touchdowns. This yeah. is a usable asset in fantasy, so he spreads the ball around, but with Brandon Ayuk out, there was a little bit more of a concentration of targets. It's those Giants guys you want to stay away from. Yeah, but when I say the minimum amount of points that were given, there was an 18-11 to 11 split between McCaffrey and Mitchell. Those 11 carries could have gone to CMC, and he could have gotten that extra 15 yards to put us over 100 yards, giving us a little extra. Shh. But McCaffrey, let's not get greedy here. That's what it's about, though. Let's not get no, greedy. No, I was playing against McCaffrey yesterday. No, I had Debo. He stacked up nicely against McCaffrey. Everything played out the way it should have. No. <laughs> you got a tw- in, in PPR, you got a 20-plus point performance. What you need from McCaffrey is health. Mm. Big capital H health. Yeah. That's the most important part. The guy is so productive. Be happy with your 22 and head on into Sunday with a smile. Well, it was 19, by the way. Oh, you got to get a better league. Every league is different. 27 he got. See, that's what I mean. And and next week, it's going to be no different because they're playing the Cardinals. So it's going to be even easier. So it'll probably be more of like a 15-15 split. I'm going to lose three carries there. Uh, So anyway, all right. He's on your team so you can win a championship, not week three. I understand that. (laughs) But I'm greedy, Brandon. I'm greedy. So uh, let's just quickly run down who we like at each position, or who you like at each position, I should say, not only for seasonal, but for DFS. So for those that, you know, do DraftKings or FanDuel and stuff like that, uh, the quarterback position, where are we going this week? Yeah, last week when I hopped on. By the way, I do owe you. I I don't want to go with that without mentioning the the big L that I took against you last week where (laughs) I said that Tua was going to have a good game, even though he was on the road in prime time against the Bill Belichick defense. Mm-hmm. Played well, but fantasy-wise, mm-hmm. was not really mm-hmm. desirable. Mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson got knocked out halfway through the game last week against Houston and still, still. outscored Tua. So mm-hmm. you won the bet that we had going away. This hat I, is being sent to you. I already talked to my guys at Better Edge, yeah. so you're getting the swag. I, I thought of you <laughs> on Sunday, and I was like, if Anthony Richardson, would, he had two touchdowns in like the first quarter or something like that. I was yeah. like, and then he gets knocked out, and uh, I go. My read on that game was awful, just terrible. So I, know, I thought the Texans were going to eat him alive, and Anthony Richardson's the real deal. He's one of those guys that I just think he profiles better as a professional quarterback than a college one, or it's an indictment on the Florida Gators and their coaching staff, but we won't travel down that road. Well, At quarterback this week. Oh, well, ahead. hold on. Here, here's the deal, just for the long-term bet. He will yeah. not do well next year. 
because they're going to teach him how to stay in the pocket, and that's going to make him uncomfortable. But now the third year is the tell year for a quarterback like Anthony Richardson, very much like Cam Newton. Will he be able to find a mixture of both and stay healthy? But second year for quarterbacks like that, always the down year. First year is awesome because they're playing street ball, and that's exactly what he's playing. He's playing street ball. You know, so it's next year. Don't pick him up on fa- in fantasy. He will have a horrible year next year. Anyway, quarterback, who do you like? C.J. Stroud. They're going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. I love what he was able to produce a week ago. 384 yards, two touchdowns. The Texans have clearly found something offensively. They have better wide receivers than we really think about. So he's a guy that I think super cheap in daily fantasy, and he's somebody I'm willing to start this week in season seasonal leagues as well. And let's stop sleeping on Kirk Cousins. Yeah. This guy is, uh, I know it's only two games, but he's on pace to break some passing yardage records. He's got Justin Jefferson, who he just feeds targets to the uh, through the uh, duration of the game. And they have the Chargers this weekend. Remember what the Dolphins did to the Chargers defense yeah. in week one? So this should be a big week for Kirk Cousins. Those are two of my... Um, my better plays at quarterback. And that Chargers-Minnesota game, according to Vegas, has the highest point total at 54. I agree with that. I think, you know, you take anybody you can. And especially, you know, Josh Kelly was a bust last week filling in for Austin Eckler. And if he again sits out this week, which right now it actually looks like he might, then I think you can play Josh Kelly this week. You know, he will bounce back and have a decent game. That Houston-Jacksonville game – I, I agree with you, Brandon, on the C.J. Stroud thing, and I think Houston's offense it will eventually click and come together, and I agree with you on the receivers. But you look at Jacksonville, Kansas City last week, totally undercut the point total, thinking that it was going to be – it was a trap game. You know, we see these uh, often, these trap games that are supposed to be these huge point totals, and we just don't get them. This one, as at 44-and-a-half, I actually would take the over in this game with a chance of Houston possibly beating Jacksonville. And they're plus 320. I mean, if you're looking for a long yeah. shot, Houston's not a bad play. If they can get Damian Pierce going and, and mix both C.J. Stroud and Pierce, I think they might actually have something in Houston. Houston went into Jacksonville and got a win last year, and they're more talented now and better coached than they were a year ago. So I completely completely agree with that. That low-scoring game last week between the Jags and the Chiefs, I think a little bit misleading. The Chiefs haven't figured themselves out offensively. The Jags, let's be honest, they still look up to Kansas City as big brother in the AFC. I think they got dragged down into the mud. And the Jags also had three near touchdowns they had three different plays where if a receiver just got his back foot down in the end zone you would have had a huge day for trevor lawrence and a potential blowout for jacksonville against kansas city so i think i agree i mean every week is different but last week that was just a weird game script that played out between kansas city and jacksonville i don't think it says all that much about what their seasons are going to be all right running backs where are we at this week all right, I'm going to shoot for the moon here. Uh, Bijan Robinson is maybe the most exciting running back, not named Christian McCaffrey, already in the league, and he's only played two NFL games. If you have not watched the Skyview highlight of him yeah. cutting up uh, the Packers' defense last week, stop what you're doing right now. We'll watch the show and do it, or listen to the show and do it at the same time. We don't want to ruin ratings here, but uh, <laughs> Bijan Robinson is a full blown stud and uh, is an auto start every week. I like what I'm seeing from Kenneth Walker, the Seattle Seahawks. They have an easy matchup against the Carolina Panthers. I know I've been trying to sell you Jameer Gibbs every single week and it hasn't quite paid off, but he did have seven catches last week. David Montgomery's banged up in that Lions backfield. 
uh, and they go up against an Atlanta Falcons defense. It's a little bit better against the pass than they are against the run. And even though it's a tough matchup, Jerome Ford is somebody that I still want to start. I like having the starting running back for the Cleveland Browns. It sucks that Nick Chubb went down, but give me the guy that's going to get all the carries behind a really good offensive line. And Deshaun Watson cannot throw a football right now, so they need to lean on him. If you're looking for another over to bet on, 46 is the total right now for that Atlanta-Detroit game. Uh, possibly, you know, as Desmond Ritter gets going and, I, uh, you know, the, the public is forcing will force him to make sure Kyle Pitts catches passes this week. You know, Drake Lennon got in the end zone last week, but, you know, I think he only had a few catches. It, once they figure that out, Detroit's going to put up some points. They're going to find a way to put up some points. So Atlanta's going to have to stay on par with that. That's going to be a good game. I like the Gibbs pick, too. I also like Sam Laporta in this game. Atlanta's not good against the tight end. Sam Laporta will finish the NFL season as a top-five tight end. Mark my words. He will. There you go. And you're right. It's going to be a great week for him because the Lions are dealing with a couple of injuries. Before you bang uh, the drum for the total, I would watch out and see if Amon Ross St. Brown and Josh Reynolds are both going to play. They're listed as questionable. If they don't, I don't like the total as much, but I love Sam Laporta either way. And you love him even more if he's going to be the number one option for Jared Goff. Yeah. All right. Quickly, wide receiver, Brandon. Okay, I'm going to go Jordan Addison for yeah. the Minnesota Vikings back to that Chargers-Vikings game. I expect it to be explosive. He's caught a long touchdown in each of his first two games, so why not go for a third? I'll go back to the Jags-Houston, uh, or the Jags-Texans game. Nico Collins has been a monster, 20 targets over the course of the first two weeks, so I like him a lot. And why shy away from a guy like Tyree Kill, especially if Jalen Waddell isn't going to play even more of a reason to just funnel those targets to Tyree Kill. A sleeper this week, if Waddell can't play, would be Braxton Berrios, who will step up as the number two receiver in Miami if Waddell can't go. I like it. And at tight end, Sam Laporta. Yeah, that's my guy. Sure. Sam Laporta, Jake <laughs> Ferguson, Cowboys tight end going up against the Cardinals pillowy soft defense. I like it. All right. Uh, Brandon Kravitz at Brandon Kravitz. That's K-R-A-V-I-T-Z on the Twitter, on the Instagram. Listen to his podcast, Fantasy Bites podcast at Rotowire. I had a nice conversation with your boss this week. Tell Rick I said hi. I sang your praises. I did. I promise we'll you. Do. I told him I, you I'm need a raise. You, by the time you and I are done with these radio hits, I'm going to be a I'm going to be a millionaire. <laughs> All right. I think I get a raise every week because of you. Well, I'm a giver. I'm a giver. That's what I do. I'm a giver. All right. Uh, have a good weekend. Have a good football weekend. We'll talk to you next week, Brandon. Thank you. All right. Take uh, it easy, guys. Right. I, have I a good owe one. you a hat. Let me know when that yeah. ends up in the mail. You give me my better edge hat, and I'll wear it when we do the segment. We post it's the video. It's being sent to you right now. Right. I assure you. I'm not a hat guy, but I'll be a hat guy for you because I like <laughs> you so damn much. Because you're going to rub it in. All right, yeah, that's bye. right. Every, every time I wear it, it just shows that I was right that one week. <laughs> All right, dude. Take care. See ya. <laughs> you're a good dude. I like that guy. You like that guy, Nikki? I like his eyes. I also thought he was handsome. Yeah, I really like his eyes. Informative, sure, but handsome. Mm-hmm. I mean, for those that, you know, like football and actually appreciated that few minutes with Brandon that we do every week. You like his eyes. I do. That's what I see. That's what I'm looking at. You guys are hearing football. I'm thinking, wow, his eyes are so blue and nice and pretty. And see, that's why I feel like I win the most out of this segment because I can appreciate both. Okay. The eyes and the football. Why are you scratching your head? Because it itches. Oh, Oh, I don't know. That sigh combined with that scratch. frustrated. (laughs) I like his eyes. Sheesh. She asked me, did I like the guy? Because I think you're sexually frustrated. That's what I think. Ooh. I'm definitely not. <laughs> When's the last time you 
It's been a while. That doesn't mean I'm frustrated. I, I have ways. I have things. Well, I'm talking about a real man. <laughs> man. <laughs> was the last time you had a real man real in your bed? Real boy. A Rough real. hands. Should, should I take next segment to find you a date this weekend? No, mm. we should not. That's right. You got Clarissa. Sorry. <laughs> Scissor Sundays. No, it's not. <laughs> Arts and Crafts. Arts and Crafts weekend with Nikki and her friend. <laughs> <laughs> WWE will be here next Friday. So I have a question uh, for anyone that wants to go. Because I will have tickets. But the way that I want to give them out, still being new to Sacramento and the market and the radio stuff and the bits and kind of feeling you guys out as you feel us out, I just have to make sure that this is going to work. Because if it's not going to work, I usually have a plan B with everything I do. Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be a dead bit. So I'm just going to throw this out and see what kind of feedback I get here in a minute. Hang on. Next week, the WWE will be at the Golden One Center for Friday Night SmackDown. We had Montez Ford on the other day. I think Bobby Lashley is going to come on. I'm assuming there are wrestling fans in the audience. Gotta be. Yes. Because the damn shows, I think, almost sold out. Yes. That's what he said. If not already sold out. And, uh, you know, truth be told here, like, okay, so for those that don't know, just listening, we're new. I mean, we're still new. We're only like six, seven months in to the market. So I'm trying to feel things out, and you're trying to feel things out. The station's trying to feel things out. All these new things. And then the radio station is going through changes. There's no secret. I mean, let's just all be honest here. But the end result is, you know, we want to win. We want to entertain you, and you want to win stuff. I see that all the time when we have stuff, and you mm-hmm. want some form of entertainment uh, in the morning. So, you know, trying to make it a win-win for everybody. But here's the deal. So, you know, I come with baggage, right? I've been doing this a minute. So there's things that I've done in the past. Mm-hmm. When I say this is good baggage, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, there is a lot of bad baggage, but this is good baggage. <laughs> you know, when I say baggage, I'm talking about there's certain bits and in, in games and contests that I've done in the past that I'll usually associate with a certain product or brand. And I've worked with the WWE for decades, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I go, you know, I've hosted Carlita's Cabana, you know, I've been guest referees. And back in the day when the house shows, you could do anything you want and when you could drink backstage and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So uh, I do this this bit called Cut a Promo. And whoever has the best promo, and you can either – Cut it on somebody in your life, something that's happening in the world, somebody on the show. I mean, you can cut it on anybody. But if you don't know what that means, I'll let Nikki explain it. Go ahead, Nikki. You know what that means. So, hey, man, give everybody an example. Actually, give her music and go ahead. There we go. I'm going to cut a promo on your candy apple ass, Bailey. I'm tired of you always sitting over there taking shots at me calling me a narcissist and i'm tired of it brother i'm not gonna put up with it no more i'm gonna drop a promo on your stupid face Ooh, yeah. so i always told you guys i'd tell you the truth uh-huh. i set her up without telling her i was gonna do that uh-huh. expecting something really really bad that was uh-huh. actually really good <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be that good uh-huh She's been around you long enough. That's called being bit it out. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. that's that's the reverse bitter. Yeah. Wow. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. We've cut a promo lots of years. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I've heard them all. Yeah, I just didn't see that coming. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. Wow. Tricks up my sleeve. This baby. makes my explanation of the bit a lot easier. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was expecting to suck up this whole segment going back and forth and having you try again, but <laughs> like if if I had the We're tickets, done. if I had the, yeah, if I had the tickets in front of me, I would give them to you. Thank you, because I want to go. Yeah, that was good. I want to go. How impressed are you over there? Listen, I was not expecting her to come out of the gate. I loved candy apple ass. I mm-hmm. loved all of it. Like, thank you. And the voice. All right. And it was now all she true. Was mixing, yeah, she was mixing <laughs> mixing wrestlers together. But that's, that's fun. I do what I got to do. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and that growl at the end. <laughs> I was like, is that mankind? I think she, I like, think she was channeling a little of me <laughs> while she cut the promo on me. <laughs> Truth be told, nicely done. Thank oh, you. Very, very good. I forgot that you've been with me long enough to go through this bit before, so I forgot. I was trying to just throw you into the fire. So for those listening, that's how you do it. Thank you. You know? <laughs> Simple as that. And that's the bar. Like, that's how low it is. Right. You know? And that's that's part of the fun of, of the cut of promo. So mm-hmm. I'm bringing it up on a Friday because if we do this, we do this next week because, obviously, SmackDown's on Friday. I just, I'm always worried about stuff like this. You know, when you're new and you have a new audience and you don't know who's out there and you don't know who's listening and you don't know if anybody cares. And, you know, it's very, you know, it's very difficult to take the temperature mm-hmm. because, you're kind of all in when you do something like that and you you know you set it up mm-hmm. and then you get no phone calls and then you know you try to <laughs> pretend like we didn't even talk about it and, <laughs> right. like, in the news today Shannon Sharp got pushed you know, a big league by Selena Go- no. there's at least one person in the audience going I thought we were doing some kind of promo thing no I don't know what nope. you're talking about that's Nothing how radio works by the way so anyway uh if you're interested if you want to I mean you can call and let us know uh, you can text us and let us know. Same number at 916-909-0985. You can go to our social media at Listen to the BS and let us know. Yep. Uh, it's it's just, I'm curious. Because if not, you know, like, I know, I think a lot of you guys are just used to, like, Caller 9. Like, mm-hmm. I despise that stuff. I absolutely despise it. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to do that. I want to have some fun. Right. And I want you to earn your keep. You know, so we all can be entertained. Yeah, we like to hear the promos being cut. And I've heard people cut promos on their kids. I've heard them cut them on their ex-wives, their ex-husbands. You can cut it on anything. Their 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 um, slam pieces. <laughs> you know, like I I've heard it all, and it's pretty good. Me, you know, like that. I mean, that was a softball from what some people have said about me. <laughs> and that's the good stuff. Yeah. You know, Bailey, you suck, and you're no good, and you're da, 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 like you know. Like, you understand it's a bit, but there's like, okay. This kind of hurts. This, no, well, it doesn't hurt, but there's some truth to this. This person's very angry with me. Right. <laughs> They've been waiting all year to say these things right. to me. I, I think when, you know, when I when I first started in Atlanta that and we did this, and I think I had the same conversation with the audience just to set it up, but uh, out of it came the haters lunch. And I was like, well, this will be fun. We'll find we'll find people in the audience because mm-hmm. we were, you know, like we're here. We were we were replacing a heritage show, mm-hmm. you know, like Rad had been on for over 20 years. So, right. So, I mean, they have a built in audience and you, you bring these new people in that nobody knows and you change the format and stuff. And everybody yeah. gets pissed off. So I did the same thing in Atlanta. You know, I placed a more heritage show, actually a bigger show. And and they uh, and, and, you know, so I got tons of hate at the beginning. Sure. And so I was like, let's have a haters lunch. And so we, we we had people call that 
and they, you have to have the best reason to, to hate somebody on this show. Like, I mean, this is how risky is this, right? You're actually going to go to lunch with somebody that despises you just because of what they've heard for like maybe a couple months on the radio. It's really funny. Right. And we go out there and it, it, this is one of the probably coolest moments of my career the person that hated on me, I forget the whole reasons. It was an American, and you, I don't like the, your voice, and, and all this other stuff. Uh, you're stupid. You think you're funny, but look. So we get there, and then we get to know these people. And we're sitting there, and we're talking. I'm talking to this guy, and we're, you know, like this wing bar or something. And I, I come to find out that he, we, bo- we both are from Orlando. right? We both came from Orlando. His mother used to call my show in Orlando all the time. She was like a character on the show. Wow. And we would end each conversation with, you know, love you, love you. And she get we kiss each other and do the whole thing. And I hadn't talked to her in years. And at that lunch, I found out she had passed. Oh, dang. And, and that's it, her son who was hating on you. Right. And he didn't know that I was formerly Buckethead. Mm-hmm. And right. so, so it was just this weird universe coming together. And I ain't going to lie to you. I shed a tear because I loved this woman. Dang. Like, I absolutely loved this woman. You know, and I lost contact because I uh-huh. moved. Right. And when he told me that. And then we became friends. Look at there. But that was the point of the you know the Up haters talking lunch. that out, mm-hmm. meeting face to face. You never know. You just never know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm throwing it out there because I'm going to do it anyway. Win, lose, or draw, <laughs> and we'll see what happens. Uh-huh. But if you do want to make me feel better, and I'll even give you kind of a a reason to do this, if you are interested, you can get a hold of us. We could get your information. We'll let you know exactly when we're going to do it and even reach out to you and get you on hold. Mm-hmm. You know, that's cheating. I know, but whatever. So we'll make sure it's good. We want to make sure we got people Nothing to do it. Nothing pisses me off more than a <laughs> dead bit. Bad bet. Jesus, mm-hmm. Mary and Joseph. God, I hate this industry. Anyway. I feel like I've done things worse than a bad bit that have pissed you off, though. I mean, you might be lying there, but we'll accept that. Yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> no questions asked. <laughs> It's you talk it out and you find out yeah. you have common ground. Absolutely. <laughs> Just that simple. Just that simple. All right, second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what tragedy <laughs> took place at Walmart and who's being sued for burns. All right, two big stories from today. Get your second round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Second round of headlines. Big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Good Guys Heating Cooling.com. Best service, best price. Guaranteed. <laughs> Quickly before I go into my first headline, I got something on the text machine real quick because we just talked about this. Justin wrote in and said he is willing to cut a promo. He left his information. So we have our first person that is in for cutting the promo. They're just trying to make me feel better. I know. Mm-hmm. No, they want to cut promos. They I want to get no. those tickets. No, they're not just trying to make well, you could confuse me now. Mm-hmm. I know, but I realize that I w- shouldn't agree with you on that one because you're being, you're being sad sack there, and we want you to be ha- happy sack. Oh, <laughs> hacky sack, hacky sack, hacky sack. You want to be a hacky sack? We want you to be hacky sack. All right. Um, well, that does make me feel good. Yes. At least we have one person. We got that one is, person on board so far that is interested in cutting a promo for WWE tickets next week. All right. Go ahead with your headlines. A murder suicide stunned shoppers at a Hiram Walmart. H three. So my husband's like, well, my wife's in there. And they said, sir, you can't come in. He said, no, my wife's in there. So he ran in, and we met with each other. And we went two aisles down, and I saw the girl 
laying on the floor and I saw the boy. All I saw was his feet. This is according to Fox News. Uh, a super Walmart in Hiram, Georgia, where uh, they had a murder-suicide take place. Uh, the guy worked there. He was older. He's 26 years old. They've now been identified. His name was James Norton. And a younger girl that he was dating, her name was Zoe. She was only 20 years old. They had broken up. Maybe she just came in a Walmart to shop. People saw that they had, like, a brief interaction. Wasn't angry. They weren't yelling at each other. All of a sudden, he pulls out a gun, shoots her, and then kills himself. In the middle of Walmart. Is that a murder-suicide? It is a murder-suicide. He murdered huh? her and killed himself. Yeah, yeah. but you always... You think of it as a pact, like where they do it as a group together. Correct. Yeah. No, but I think it's still murder-suicide. No, it's still considered a murder-suicide if someone, someone kills you and then kills themselves. I understand that, but mostly which... Yeah, I guess you're right. But you see it like at the house. Yes. It's always at the house and no one else is around. It's, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've ever heard of it done in public. I have not heard of one being done in public. No, I'm sure it has. It hasn't made the news, but this is Walmart. It's a huge store, so, of course, this one made news. Nothing, what is my saying about Walmart? Nothing good ever happens. Nothing good ever happens at a Walmart. But to Walmart's credit, this was not something they could have prevented. No. It doesn't matter if a police was there or anything. This is something nobody saw coming. And he was an employee. He worked there. Dude, you you can't fix crazy. No, No. You just You can't fix crazy. I mean, that's just (laughs) absurd to do something like that. It's so sad, number one, that they're so young. But for somebody's mental to be that off, that because we broke up and we're not in a relationship, you want to kill me. I don't want anybody to love me that much, be that crazy over me, that you want to end my life because we're not in a relationship. Yeah, it's like love me less. Right. Yeah. Don't love me to death. Well, Thank I always you. tell people that are going through breakups, I'm like, you're looking at this all wrong. Everybody likes a clean slate, you know, and if you, it doesn't matter how long you're with somebody. The world still goes around, you know, the sun still exists, mm-hmm. the air still airs, mm-hmm. water's still wet, and food still gets in your belly. Yeah. You know, but you understand the experience that you get to have now. Right. Like you couldn't have before with this person. Right. And if it's if you're if it's over, it obviously wasn't working out. Absolutely. There's something wrong. You know, move on. Move on, right? There's there's so much better like all that is out there. Mm-hmm. It's it's exciting, you know. And if we're being honest, if I keep getting laid, there's hope for everybody. Yeah, Nelson. You know what I mean? Nelson is. Um, He's on a roll. He should. Well, is there something I don't know? What with Nelson? Yeah, like I, this. He tells you everything. He, he only tells tell me, me once we want to say on the radio. He tells me lots of things, but Nelson is on a roll with the ladies. What do you mean? You know, we're, we're like the truly number seven. Yeah. Yeah, but does no, we is, haven't? I don't think we're at seven yet. I already thought we're at six. We are at seven. But yeah, but is he truly bootying every day? Well, I don't know about every day, but oh. regularly, yes. <laughs> Regularly, I haven't gone. Yes. More, I haven't gone more than a week, certainly without some Trudy booty. Yeah, really. He yeah. has been on it. Like the ladies are at his crib. Would you mind? Mm. I think I check with Rach first. But would you mind if I watch? Whoa! No? I just want to see you in action. Yeah, I think it would be neat. No, you don't want to do that. that. That's so creepy. It's Why? A, it is. Yeah, I'll give That's you that. That's creepy. A but man that wants to watch another man get stuff in. Stuff happens, man. He's no. just he's just an interesting guy. He's just, you know, he's yeah. a, I've never seen a big guy do it. Mm-hmm. You know, watch all positions porn. are on the table. They have all kind of porn you can watch. But like, the thing is, is he would be he would do it. He'd be. I'm, yeah. yeah, I know he would. I'm looking at him. He's like, yeah, sure, you can come watch. Like, no, don't do that. All right, truth be told, you don't want to. It was Kyle that asked me. <laughs> all right, guy. Is that why you bought the pumpkin spice latte, Kyle? (laughs) Come on in, man. No whipped cream. (laughs) Extra roofy. That's how I ordered mine, no whipped cream. He wrote me a letter. (laughs) (laughs) He said, Dear Jason, 
hey, it's Kyle in the other room, the guy that hosts the sports show <laughs> after your show. Mm-hmm. That's because I leave an hour early to do that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I find Nelson very interesting. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a exotic animal at the zoo. <laughs> I hear he is good with the ladies, and I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Just want to watch. Do you think you could set something up where you say you want to watch, but actually I'll show up? <laughs> cool. Let me know. Again, it's Kyle, the guy that helps you answer phones from the other room. It also hosts a sports show on the ESPN station down the hall after your show. That's why I leave an hour early to go do that. Bye-bye. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, Kyle. Just appreciate a coworker who supports me, you know? Yeah. Second story, please. <sighs> McDonald's is being sued despite the label warnings. H4. A McDonald's in San Francisco is facing a new lawsuit this week. An elderly woman claims that she was burned by a cup of coffee. Uh, that sweet Mabel is her name. And she's saying that she went to McDonald's. She got a cup of coffee. And they gave it to her with the lid not being securely fastened. The coffee spilled on her. She has third-degree burns. Well, she said after the coffee spilled on her, the employees at the McDonald's didn't even attempt to help her, uh, try to call for help for her because she had these burns. So now she is suing McDonald's for the hot coffee spill. That's the problem because of the after effect. Mm-hmm. If they would have gone over and beyond, she wouldn't. Right. Because, look. Coffee's hot. You know that. Yes. If it gets spilled on you, unless they purposely spilled on I mean, their accidents are going to happen. Right. Somebody purposely, I've had that happen at Starbucks, you know, a little plasticky thing mm-hmm. comes off. I spill the coffee everywhere. Starbucks has found a trick, though. Their coffee's never too hot. Mm-hmm. You can drink it right from the Bartista. Barti- Barista? Barista. I'm saying Batista. The Dave Bautista. The Dave yeah. Bautista <laughs> hand. <laughs> you can drink it right from their hand. They do yes. something. I don't know. And that's the thing, like, we're suing people for stuff being too hot, but I'm always upset when my stuff isn't hot enough. I know, but, like, the original lawsuit that people used to make fun of that woman, that woman was, like, really damaged medically because of how hot the coffee was. I got sued for that. For hot coffee? For, for being too hot. This girl was Stop. like, I've oh never seen God. a specimen like you before. <laughs> Big Daddy Bang Bang Days. Then I married she her. get out of I married. Well, I married her. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how Rachel and I met you in the sense. courthouse. <laughs> All right, uh, tickets to Dirty Honey, right? What time is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dirty Honey, Ace of Spades, October 19th. Can't find the break store, courtesy of Live Nation. We're going to play Game of Tones. All right, you'll hear, we'll hear, noises, sounds, tones under the category of food. Since farm to fork to fire to fork to fire is happening. This Absolutely. <laughs> to Michael Fronte, to Ben Harper. <laughs> right. Accent. We had no idea that we're performing. <laughs> right. Jesus. Uh, so you call and pick your favorite action figure. You can pick me. I think I am going for a Tony Tone Tone Championship. Yes, this would be another Tony Tone. This would be my third straight Tony Tone Tone Championship. Yes. You can go with Nikki D. Don't roll your eyes. I'm rolling them. I'm good. Or uh, Letter Right and Kyle. All right? So those are your options, and you just sit back and root on and hope that we do well for you. 916-909-0985. Need some players. 916-909-0985. Who wants the Dirty Honey tickets? Game of Tones, you're next. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Oh, 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 I know that sound. Hear ye, hear ye. Dost thou knowest thy sounds? Then venture forth to engage in a spirited competition of Game of Tones. Noises, sounds, tones, if you will. 
Dirty Honey tickets up for grabs. Ace of Spades, October 19th. Can't find the brakes. Oh, side note. Blink-182 has a new song out called One More Time. I don't know if 98 Rock's playing it or not. It is awesome. Really, really good. Like, if you're a Blink fan, it's really cool because it talks about waiting too long to get your friends back. And they reference the plane crash. They reference the sickness. It is deep. Like, when, like punk deep is pretty cool. Yes. You know what I mean? Versus lyrically deep, punk deep. I've always enjoyed punk deep. So... Is this it? Yeah, it's a little piece of it. Yeah, we don't have time. I don't know. I'm just giving you a little taste Game of it while you're talking. It's a tone. Uh, one more time, Blink-182. And Damn that would me. be uh, two uh, That would be <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Let me pull my little thing of dings. Let me think of dings. You got Wyatt and Carmichael. Who you got playing for you, Wyatt? I'm going to go for Bailey. That's a good good choice. I'm going for a Tony Tone Tone. Three-time, three-time, three-time world heavyweight Tony Tone Tone world heavyweight champion. I got the belt in hand. Hang on, sir. We got to get a new belt because we have a new logo. Uh, Don in Roseville, who you got? I think I'm playing with Kyle. Yeah, Kyle's the man. He did really well. He does well in this game. Mm. Yeah, let's see if I can find somebody. Oh, wow. Oh, please. I'll wait for people. Thus far, you, she you should hear how begrudging people are God. when they pick when they have to pick me. Joanne, <laughs> in Grass Valley, you're getting the lovely Nikki D, okay, Joanne? That's right. All right, that's right. See right. how happy she is about that's that? Right. Yeah. She was. She was like, I go, who do you want to play? She was like, Nikki D. All right. I'm friends Boom. with Clarissa. He's like, I'm playing too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Category is food. Kyle, you're buzzing. Meh. Nikki D. Fave. Mine is woo. All right. Here we go. And as a heads up for you, I will take on uh, tones that include a celebrity chef. I will take the celebrity chef or the name of their show as an answer. Mm. Oh. Oh. That ahead of time. oh, that's so good. So everyone knows that ahead of time. All right. How about this tone? Whoa. And that would be, ooh, God, Nikki D by a hair. That is eating apples. Whoa. And that would be Whoa. incorrect. Correct. Whoa. Ba- uh, Bailey? That's cracking nuts. And that would be incorrect. <laughs> and that would be Kyle? Cracking eggs. And that would be cracking eggs. Come on! Oh, That's big time. Dang. Stop the count. Cracking eggs. <laughs> Start the buses. How about this tone? We start early in the morning. Lots of great smells. Whoa. That would be mm. Bailey. I know the guy. Oh, right. that's uh, that's Emerald. That would be correct. Bam. Got it without a bam. How about this tone? Your first opportunity for two points. Whoa. Bailey. That's Warren Cherry Pie. And that would be correct for two points. Swinging out the front door, swinging on the lawn, swinging in the and nobody's home. <laughs> Minus one point. We heard you. <laughs> That's that game of tune. You know what I mean? How about this tone? Hey there, Natasha. How's my favorite minor doing today? Meh. That would be Kyle. Oh. That's Ryan Reynolds in waiting. And that would be correct. I did not need the Ryan Reynolds part, but that God, is correct. I'm I knew trying that. to steal an extra point. There's only extra points for songs. How about this tone? Faith. Whoa. Nikki D. I think that's eating apples. And that is correct. Ah! Before the end of this segment, we will get eating apples. Somebody water. You were recording me eating this morning? <laughs> Sicko. <laughs> Well, you did Just request to watch I guess it. I get to watch now. Yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> How about this tone? Joseph. Man. Whoa! That Kyle! That Five, is... Four, Faith. Three, two, 
Gordon Ramsay. Dave. Wow, oh! at the buzzer. Hey. Oh, he's at slow playing us. No, that was, that was, <laughs> that was just slow playing us. Wow. How about this tone for two points? Man. Hey. Oh. Kyle. Fat by Weird Al. Yes, for two uh, points. Weird Al Yankovic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle don't took the lead with that one. He has five points. Bailey has three. Come on. I have one. Let's go. Light at this guy. How about this tone? Man. Whoop. Kyle. That was a ding for a, a waiter trying to get food. Incorrect. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Bailey. That is pain for candy. And that would be correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let me hear Man. Faith. Kyle in before you. Silverware. And that would be cool. Oh! That would be that silverware. A good one. Wow. Not yeah. paying for candy, huh? No, not paying for candy. How about this tone also for two points? Faith. Nikki D. That's Khalees. And? Milkshake. And that would be correct. That was unbelievable. It's, it's my half a note. Brings out a bus to the half yard. a note. Their yeah. life is better it's... than yours. I know my music. <laughs> You no, said loving an elevator music. was living La Vida like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> How about this tone? Hey, y'all. Good Whoa. morning. Bailey. That is the butter lady. Oh, Faith. Faith. One. <laughs> Faith. Nikki D. Paula Dean. Paula Dean, y'all. <laughs> Thank you, Bailey. <laughs> Abby. Abby, Paula Dean, the butter lady. lady. I'm like, oh, but I know who that is. Butter. Butter. This is the race is butter. You know, you can't get up out of your seat and jump around in the studio or your ears get electrocuted. You get electrocuted. This is it's crazy. I just got electrocuted. And Pamela oh, Butter oh. on that one and say the N-word, y'all. All right. How about this tone? Hey. Whoa. Nikki D. A blender. And that would be correct. Mm, What's wrong with my buzzer? <laughs> you are your buzzer. <laughs> they have pills for that. How about this tone for two points? Sometimes a baby needs something to keep you cool. I know sometimes a baby needs something to keep you cool. Nikki D. Summertime? No. Whoa. Bailey? It's David Lee Roth and Ice Cream Man. And that would be correct. I was like, is it Ice Cream or Ice Cream Man? That's all I was thinking. I knew these Yahoos weren't going to know it. Okay. This is your Ice Cream Man. Catch him when he's passing by. How about this tone? Welcome back. I am Man. hanging out. Kyle? Guy Fieri. And that would be correct. Dang. From Welcome Back. Kyle. Score. Uh, we're tied for five, and Kyle has seven. All right, still got time. How about this tone? No, don't, please. Forgive me, but no one must look under there. Whoa. Dave. Bailey. That is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And that would be correct. It's non-spirits, tastes like non-spirits, non-spirits, tastes like non-spirits. How about this tone for two points? Woo! Oh, Bailey. Red, red wine by UB40. And UB correct for two points. So, with that, I believe you captured the lead by one point. Right. How about this tone? Me. Kyle. Is that a hand mixer? And that would not be Nikki D. A tea kettle. And that would be a tea ah, kettle. Good. Yes. Oh, very good. Very good. Yeah. Tea oh. kettle, yes, correct. How about this tone? Would you please take my order? Ooh, sorry, no can do. I'm the drive-thru guy. Faith. Nikki D. That's good burger. 
Wow. Didn't oh, even get to tell. Outstanding work. Can't take my order. Didn't even get can't to tell. <laughs> good burger, cake, a good burger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Second one coming out soon. Oh, I can't believe that, right? How about this tone? Sure, without having the kind of New Jersey seafood meal I had as a kid. There's always one place that the Man. locals... Su- Kyle. Anthony Bourdain. That would be correct. Oh, very good. R. Did R. you just Sammy Sosa up in the air? Because he's dead? Really? Yeah. That just R. happened. R.I.P., dog. I R.I.P. Pay my too. respects to yeah, the homie. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. We can't say that either. I'll give you I, a take, but I'm saying R.I.P. And I can't wait to see Nelson's parts unknown. <laughs> ah! <laughs> how, about th- how about this stone? Whoa, ba- ba- Bailey. That's bacon sizzling. And that would be great. Nikki D. That's the egg frying. And that is not. Something about apple. Faith. Nikki D. Grilling. And that would be cool. Oh, oh, my God. You hear it? There's fire going on in there. That's we have what a three-way tie. That's what I said. We have a three-way okay, tie. Okay. We all have eight points. All right, since it's a three-way tie, hold on. It's a three-way tie. This mm-hmm. is the last one. All right? Okay. Oh, my God. This is it. One last question. Woo. Come on, Nelson. All be good. Moment. Do good, Nelson. One point How? or two? No, it's one. It's got to be one. It's got to be one. But don't worry. It's not a math question. How about... This tone. At long last, I've made it to downtown Anchorage, where I've come to do battle with the Kodiak Arrest Challenge. Here Whoa. Al- Bailey. Five. That is four, three, two. Unknown <gasps> Burger. Correct. Man. Kyle. You said I can do the show? You can do show or man. Man versus food? Oh, man versus food. Come on, Let's go. Let's go. Oh, my God. Let's go. Oh my God! Wow, he blocks. Wow, he blocks my belt. Let's go, Don! Congratulations, Kyle came through for you. You got tickets, Dirty Honey, Ace of Spades, October nineteenth. Have a good time. Congrats. Thanks, buddy. Right. Let's go, Don. <laughs> Come on. Wow. Also, the first person that isn't you or Nikki D to win this game in Sacramento. Yes, yes it is. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. That's big time. Damn, that was. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you had it. I could think. I'm like, I can you see can it. See him. You can see yeah. the food challenges. And I could see the title. I'm going because like, it's all always burgers. burgers and stuff. Yeah, yes. Burgers. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of his name. What's it? Andrew? Adam Richmond. Adam, Adam Richmond. Richmond. I haven't even that's interviewed it. the guy. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. <sighs> I give him chills. Did was was Man vs Food your TV show idea that he stole? Yeah, of course. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear that a lot. <laughs> Congratulations, smartass. <laughs> I'll go back to my closet now. Hold on, we gotta get a picture of you with the belt. Oh, no, wow, he doesn't get the man. belt. He doesn't get to show hold the belt. No, you don't get the belt you until only you get to- it when you win. Tony Tone Tone. Tony Tone Tone. Okay, just got it. Just because he's watching you have sex with the Trudy doesn't mean you get to give him my belt. Hey, can you wear the belt while you do it? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I can tape it to myself. It's a little belt. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Don't say it like you could wear the belt. Oh, I could. Who <laughs> <laughs> hoop in it? These uh, different food items might have been mentioned in uh, this week's Game of Tones, possibly. But they've found that certain comfort food is making you sadder. It's a word, by the way. Sadder. Mm-hmm. Tell you what they are here in a minute. If you're sad, I might have an easy fix for you. Eat different food. Mm. 
Ultra processed foods are high in salt, sugar, fats, additives, quintessential junk food items like chips and soda, but also those ready-to-eat meals, yogurts, and packaged bread. It's pretty much anything that's in Nelson's closet. Absolutely. Those pantry. cup of noodles he eats every day. Oh, they're so bad for Stop. him. They're so bad I for know. him. But they're 75 cents. So 25 delicious. Cents. <laughs> I don't know where you're getting them for 25 cents. You haven't been poor in a while. The They've res- gone up. Researchers oh. found that women who ate those most ultra-processed food, nine servings per day, were 50% uh, more likely to develop depression than those who ate uh, the least. No more than four servings a day. Consuming a high amount of foods and drinks that contain artificial sweeteners, I'm guilty of that, and a particularly negative effect. Had a particularly negative effect. They do say at the very end of this story, it can also be difficult to determine which came first, the diet or the depression. Because mm. a lot of times if you're sad, you know, it's the old, you know, I'm sad, the lady's in bed eating bonbons, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Because food is, it's, well, that's why they call it comfort food. Comfort yes. food is something that you should go to when you are sad. I am a believer that you are already sad and depressed before you ate the food. I that's just how that. I feel. Uh I think there's truth to both. I think you make an argument for both because, you know, I will occasionally, if I get too heavy, and I've done this numerous times before, drastically change my diet. I mean, you look at the total health nuts, and I don't say that in a negative way, but, I mean, if you're on a high-protein, lean, low-carb type of diet, your 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 body changes. Your mm-hmm. emotions change. You feel, especially if you're eating clean, you feel so much better. It's just a matter of educating yourself to eat clean because then you kind of justify it by by saying, you know, I just want to live my life. I don't want to do this. And it's very difficult to eat clean if you go out to eat at restaurants because mm-hmm. the way that they cook stuff, that's why I don't like to go out. Butter. Butter, 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 butter. That's what they don't tell you is it's all butter. The steaks are drenched in butter. You know, it's all about butter. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and that's horrible for you. Uh, the, you know, you got to eat at your house and do it, do it there. But, you know, the, the stuff that Nelson eats, he eats it because he doesn't think, and, you know, a lot of people think this way. I'm not mm-hmm. beating you up for it, but uh, that you cannot eat healthy on a budget. Sure. And I disagree with that. It's well, a lot harder, I do believe, it, to, eat, it, to eat healthy on a budget. It is. It is. It is for numerous reasons. One, because you got to find a way. Mm-hmm. you got to find a solution, you know, to be fair. right? Yeah. yeah. But also, it's habitual. It's very it's because it's easy. You can stop and get a ninety-nine cent cheeseburger, Absolutely. or say you quicker. It, you know, you're not stopping, and it's it's quick food, mm-hmm. right? You're you can not eat it on the go. You, like you can buy a head of lettuce for a dollar. You're absolutely right. Right, so you can make a salad. Sure, and, you can make lettuce wrap, and you could prepackage your foods throughout the week if you want to, mm-hmm. but you have to get in the mindset mm-hmm. of doing that. Habit. You have to make it a habit. And you've got to you've got to pre-plan. I mean, you have to have this stuff. It, like getting it at the last minute, you're not going to if you're anything like me. And you know, and, and, and I'm getting your back here, give, mm-hmm. give, giving you excuses, which you're the king at. But the the, the it, it's uh. Wait, have my back. Caught that. <laughs> Processed foods last longer, so you're not wasting food. Oh right, yes. You have to shop a lot more when you're eating healthy and he- eating clean because of that. It doesn't stay fresh long. Mm-hmm. You got to shop smarter. Mm-hmm. And your pro- you know what your you know what your biggest problem is. Tell me. Well, not just you, but anybody. That's that's, all right, I'll be the face of obesity for the show. <laughs> <laughs> is that you don't eat enough? Uh-huh. You don't eat. You eat too little. The best I ever felt was when I mixed uh, intermittent fasting with uh, uh, a low carb diet. 
because I was eating a lot of salad. I was eating, still getting spinach and feel, filling my body with lean protein and things like that. But what happens is, is I obsess about it. And then when I stop obsessing about it, then for whatever reason, I just can't turn the obsession back on. And then I balloon all the way back up. I honestly was surprised by how much I was eating my feelings. Like I always joked that I did it. But when I quit smoking marijuana, I thought, oh, I'll naturally lose weight because I'm not going to be snacking as much, Mm -hmm. right? I've gone up in weight since I've quit smoking pot. It's almost like the pot was doing, it was making me hungry, but it was tamping down some of the depression enough that I wasn't having to eat my way through the feelings. And now it's, I'm feeling everything. So it's just, give me all the salt. If you were looking for a substitute... Uh-huh. I would have told you to start doing heroin. Have you ever seen the people on heroin? I know. Very skinny. They are very slim. It's a great diet to be on. Right. But the, the, the opioids there. But you're, you know, sick. that makes you depressed is the, is the spoon. I was thinking meth, maybe. You know. Yeah, And you know what? Your teeth can't get any worse. Wow. Because you got that dead one. <laughs> got the dead, got the black pearl up front. That was not me saying that. That was witty. <laughs> That was my brain uh-huh. speaking before I could think about it. And that's it. all right. You know what? Because I appreciate a good diss. I love a good diss, you know? Yeah. That was tough, though. Do, do, you, do you have a comfort food, Nikki? A comfort food for me would probably be chips. Chips? Yeah, probably chips. What type of I chips? Don't, I, don't eat a, I don't eat chips often. I get the plain Lay's, and I have to get me a thing of the ranch dipping sauce in the glass jar, not the other jars, and I dip. Well, that's serious. Yeah. That's, I mean, you're not just doing chips. Oh, you're yeah. doing chips, ranch, and glass. Chips, ranch, glass. glass. Yep, it's a whole thing. Yeah, that that's you must be really sad when you go that route. I'm not sad. I, I, don't, I don't equate eating to depression. I just have a comfort food where sometimes I crave it, and I know it's- But what are you being comforted for if you're not sad? I just sad? might be feeling some kind of way, and I just want to sit in the house, and I want to watch movies and eat chips. All right, so if I call you, and I hear glass crunching- uh, you're in some kind of. I way. don't want to be bothered. Yeah, you probably no. won't even pick up the phone. I probably won't. You're just going to text back and say I'm busy, and you'll send a picture of some chips, chips and ranch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you'll know she's in her mood. She doesn't want people to bother her. Leave her alone. Right, can we make a new rule? If you are in a way and you don't pick, because you know how much I hate when you don't pick up my phone uh-huh. call. Can you just text me back and go chips and ranch? Yep, I sure can. Chips. And ranch. That's all I need. <laughs> I sure can. From here on out, our relationship. <laughs> That, you know, we'll have safe words. Chips, uh-huh. chips and ranch. Chips and ranch. I'll holler at me later. I'll be fine soon. I don't stay up in my feelings long. Is there a food that is not a comfort food? Or should I do the opposite? Mm. <laughs> yeah, probably like an onion or like a tomato. That's not a comfort. I would have to be forced to eat one. So of those. you think everything you eat is comfort? No. Uh, well, no. Yes and no. Like the more salty things, the more processed stuff that you're talking about. Do you have a food that you eat that reminds you of a Trudy, like Trudy one? Chick-fil-A. No, not Chick-fil-A. It would be it would be these uh cinnamon donuts that that uh, little Debbie makes. Cuz she would get those. She would get those for me. Cuz you remember they went on a Chick-fil-A date? Yeah. We were at the Airbnb. Oh, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I thought that was so cute. I did. Yeah, I'm a pretty cute dude. I just I just miss her sometimes. And so Bailey, if I'm in a way, I'm going to send you Chick-fil-A cinnamon donuts. <laughs> send down. Send down. So I don't have to spell cinnamon. Oh, I just got something on the text machine. Oh, did you? Yes, I did. Dave just texted in and said he is willing to cut a promo. Oh, he even left me all of his information on here. So Dave's in. That's two people we got. Cool. Why don't you sound more excited about it? Why are you excited? I'm going to eat some comfort food. 
Oh, because you're feeling down? You want more people to cut it from? I I mean, I know you're not going to believe it. I don't have a comfort food. I do believe that. I I just don't. I just, I just, I don't, I don't buy into it. You know what? I would say you have a comfort spice. Old Bay. No. Old Bay makes that man happy. Yes, it does. It reminds him of his childhood. It reminds him of being in Maryland. Absolutely. I see you sometimes tapping out a line of Old Bay and just Mm -hmm. licking it off a plate. Yep. No, I I don't need to be comforted. That's the thing. I don't get... (laughs) Yeah, he does. I don't get depressed. So. Nailed it, Nelson. That's no. when he eats his Obey uh, fishes and all. Yeah, yes, on the chessy right. wings. Yep. And- now, as a guy that tries to eat as healthy as possible, it's ruined by my wife. She ruins it because uh, she eats like crap. And then, you know, I just got to eat. You know, I try yeah, to she's stay. so tiny. She's one of those people that can eat whatever the hell she wants and she just doesn't eat a pound. She works out, though. She yeah. works out every day. With me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she complains the whole time. I mean, your workouts are hard. So the but if I have a guilty pleasure, okay, believe it or not, uh-huh. it's trail mix. Oh, yeah, I believe that with That's raisin nuts. Yeah, well, like raisins, nuts. chocolate nuts. Yeah, not good. everything in there. And I put it in a cup. Uh-huh. It's too much. I put on pounds. How many times you got to wash your hands in a row? For what? I'm just wondering. Do you have to flip light switches on and off, on and off, on and off? Do you count the steps as you take them? What is I'm just trying to You're find out OCD. how OCD you are. Because of trail mix? Trail mix. And then it's the perfect amount of trail mix with raisinets. And if there's too big of a chocolate shell over the raisinette, then I can't have it. And the cup has to be at least eight ounces, and it must be in a paper with no wax filter around. I feel like he's making fun of me right now, Nikki. Oh, he is. Your feelings are accurate. You're being seen. That's all. Can somebody bring me some trail mix? (laughs) (laughs) We need to be comforted. (laughs) Our friends from the FBI are roaming the hallways. They're allowed to do that because, well, they're with the FBI. Right. (laughs) That's fine. Third round of headlines. We'll talk to them at the top of the hour for FBI Fridays. Also another keyword for the Disney trip as well. Third round of headlines. What you got? I'm going to tell you how bees killed a man and the latest movement on the writer's strike. My daughter. Bees. Yeah. yeah. Nobody killed bees, thank God. All right. Two big stories from today. Get you that here in a minute. Stand by for news. Third round of headlines. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air, goodguysheatingcooling.com. Nikki D. A Kentucky man lost his life tragically to bees. H5. And tonight, authorities in Kentucky say a man died after being attacked by a swarm of bees. 59 years old, he goes out on his porch to move a bag of soil that had been sitting in the corner of the porch. Well, inside of this bag of soil was a swarm of bees, unbeknownst to him. And when he went to move the bag, they swarmed him and attacked him. His family um, gave him CPR on the scene, but tragically, he passed away once he got to the hospital. Now, they're not sure whether or not he was allergic to bees, because that's the first question that's I, what asked, I was, wondering, wondering. was, do you have to be allergic to bees in order from the, for them to kill you when they sting you? Well, what I looked up was that if they sting you a thousand times or more, it can kill you because yes. you goes into anaphylactic shock. Anaphylactic shock? Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens to you. That's really? what happens to you if you're allergic to bees as well. It's just it happens quicker, quickly. Mm-hmm. So, yes, if you have enough venom from bees in you, you will still go into that state. And that's that's really interesting. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Me either. I, I always know. thought you had to be allergic to the bees for them to kill you. I'd be sitting there looking at my body going, one, two, three, four. 
<laughs> We're no, good. You wouldn't I'm be. at 850. I'm good. I got 150 <laughs> left to go. <laughs> you know, the tip is always if, if a swarm of bees get on you to just run in a straight line and protect your face. It'll uh, pretty much get you out of the attack if you do that. If you flail your arms, it's going to make it worse. Didn't we do a similar story not that mm-hmm. long ago and we thought that jumping in the water was what you were supposed if you, yeah. if you can? And, says, no, don't and they do said, that don't do that. I'm like, why not? Yeah, like they wait for you? Yeah, they're going to wait for you in the water, and as soon as you surface, they're going to attack you again. Yeah, but if you splash, right, at least you have a weapon. No, Ooh, it just makes good. the bees more upset. They can get around the water. Well, I don't care if they're upset. They're already upset. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm splashing you. <laughs> like yeah. You got you to gotta defend yourself somehow. Running in the straight line and not flailing, I think it loses them, which is why they tell you to do that. Just run, and then they'll be like, oh, where'd they go? And they attack you because they, like any other animal, which is kind of weird because... You know, you would think this would come from like a lion or something like that. When they're mm-hmm. pissed off, they're going to defend themselves, an alligator mm-hmm. or whatnot. They're doing the same thing. They're defending themselves. They're protecting yes. themselves. Absolutely. So they can feel your vibe. And if you stay calm, I guess, like any other animal, supposedly, I don't know. There's a video that I saw the other day of uh, this guy, um, this guy with a bull shark. And, you know, it, it says how you escape an attack from a bull shark and he taps the shark on the, the shark's coming after him, like mm-hmm. coming up to him and he gently taps it on the, the nose and he brushes it and the shark goes away. And it's got these like subtitles, little things. So it's, this is, you know, just stay calm and pretend like you're its friend. And then it cuts off to that. That little baby. That little baby that's like, P.S., 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 P.S. I love that little baby. <laughs> I could see that happening. Like, one of us gets stung by bees and we come back and be like, dude, Nikki, that story sucked. Right? Absolutely. All that advice that you had was horrible. Didn't work at all. I'm waiting to do that to you with a bear. Uh, my bear stuff is real, though. Anybody will tell you that. You scream and make yourself, at least for a black bear. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're kind of SOL with, I think, a, grizzly definitely bear. a grizzly or a Kodiak or, or polar bear. Let me take that back. I, I don't want to really test your theory with a bear. Yeah. I want somebody I know to do it. I don't want to do it myself. And you, and I, let me guess, oh. you want to pick the person. <laughs> right. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I take that back. All right, go ahead. Second story. The writer's strike isn't over just yet, but talks are taking place. H6. Classics like Survivor and Big Brother will be joined by new unscripted shows like... Are you smarter than a forklift? The Masked Plumber. Toenail Clipping with the Star. <laughs> America's Worst Talent. <laughs> Those aren't real shows that's going to come on. No. That's just kind of a funny haha. but we are having a lot of uh, makeup TV in the works because this writer strike is still going on. However, the two sides that have been divided on the issues of pay, the size of writing staff on shows, and the issue of artificial intelligence and how scripts are created have sat down, and they are back in negotiations, and it looks as though it's going pretty well. According to them, they put out these statements themselves. There was a podcaster or some, somebody that knows what they're talking about when it comes to stuff, and they credit uh, the, you know, which is funny because everybody beat up the Drew Barrymore's and the Bill Mars and the uh, whoever else that was wanting to come back and mm-hmm. do their shows. Jennifer Hudson. Uh, Jennifer Hudson, right? So they then nixed it and said, no, we're not going to do it because right. everybody's mad at us. But this, whoever he was, and I don't know his name, but uh, credited these people with kind of helping move this along, showing that they all want to get back to work. Exactly. Mm. I mean, they haven't been working in God knows how long. Five months. It's been five months. Five months. I mean, that's a long time. Mm -hmm. We're going to feel the ripples for a long time as well. So nobody's getting paid. And it's not just the actors and the the talent. 
you're talking about everybody on set, the grips, the costume, the makeup, catering, yep. security, you know, whatever, the people in the building that yeah. to usher people to the seats, popcorn people, all these people are not making money right now because they can't figure it out. And those are the people that are, when these type of things happen that nobody thinks about. Nobody yes. thinks about the security guard in the building or the person behind the scene who makes coffee and brings it out to guests. Nobody thinks about those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think about them. I see that, and I appreciate that you said that. I'm, I'm not even being funny. I'm being serious. I'm the people's people. <laughs> I was going to say the people's champ, but that's already taken. That's, that's, that's already taken. I'm the people's runner-up. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> uh, we love our friends in the FBI. We call it FBI Fridays, and uh, they're going to come in. You know, here's a great question. How do you get hired by the FBI? Uh, for football fans, you saw that, uh, what's his name? The guy, from the, the guy from the Bears, Peanut, right? The old school. Your mic should work, Kyle. Right, Peanut, yeah. He works for the FBI. They just oh, raided really? the, uh, one of the coaches from the Bears. Oh. You know, so, like, how do you get hired? What's the hiring process if you do want a job with the FBI? <laughs> so, we'll bring our friends in from the FBI here next. Thank you. 98 Rock, sending you to a tropical paradise at Disney's Alani Resort. All right, here we go. Your 9 a.m. keyword for the trip for four to Hawaii to stay at Disney's Alani Resort. The word is family. F-A-M-I-L-E-Y. Family. F-A-M-I-L-Y. Yes, it is. Yeah, and you take that and go to carexq.net for your chance to win this amazing trip. That you can take your family with you. Right, you take your family Mm -hmm. with you. Round trip. Airfare, thanks to Southwest Airlines. You got a voucher for four, ground transportation to and from when you get there. You get room accommodations, of course, for you and three of your buddies, if you call your family buddies. Absolutely. And then a $200 resort credit. You got to call them family if you're going to take them to Disney in Hawaii. Yeah, I know. So, And make sure that uh, you're following the 98 Rock social media, especially Nikki D and Mickey, who comes on uh, middays. They had the opportunity to go to Disney's Alani Resort, and every day they are doing a fantastic job of posting different reels and pictures and whatnot of their experience, and that will be you when you I win. I have a very funny reel that I'm going to post today, and you're going to want to see this. All right, so there you go, familycarexq.net. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson, uh, our friends from the FBI for FBI Fridays. Once again, here in studio, we'd like to welcome to the program Special Agent Dan Rodriguez. Hello, Dan. Good morning. Welcome. And I don't know how much we're going to get out of her. A little nervous, but applicant coordinator Michaela Begley, right? Michaela is here. Right. Yeah. There, there you go. There it is, Michaela. I knew I'd get oh, it. Oh, I knew oh, I'd get oh. it. Uh, and the topic of conversation, which I was just having with our good friend Gina Swanky, the public affairs specialist who couldn't make it uh, today, but when I was over there getting ready to do this class, what is the class called again that I'm doing? Citizens Academy. Citizens. That's what everybody else is doing, but Buck Wagon Cover is doing something special. From God. <laughs> he couldn't help himself. <laughs> he couldn't help himself. But anyway, Gina, you know, brought me in as uh, you know, I got fingerprinted, and then you know, like everybody in this class has to do, and then and I got, I got to go into like the conference room and kind of look around. You guys have a gift shop, which is way cool. Uh, I know that, like, out of all the things I could point out, I point out the gift shop. <laughs> but we actually had this. We were kind of talking about uh, the hiring process for the FBI because I think people, and you tell me, Dan, but people probably think this is like an out of, out of reach, unobtainable uh, job that you could have. But really, I mean, not to dumb it down, but 
you can be an FBI agent if you want to, right? It's as easy as logging onto the internet. Yeah, that's all. FBIjobs.gov. That's yeah. all you need to do. All our applications are handled online. Just go in, see what you're interested in. Whether you want to be a special agent or a professional staff employee, submit your application and you're done. That's and it. you could be a civilian and work for the FBI. Absolutely. Not everyone carries a gun or a badge. Right. Right. You can be a civilian and 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 go in there and make good money and have a great career. Um, what are you looking for? Like college degree? Is it? It just depends. It's going to depend. I mean, in fact, the majority of our employees in the FBI are civilians. Right. We have about two thirds are professional staff for the civilian, and about one third are special agents. So, the majority of our employees are civilians. And in terms of what the requirements are to be a special agent, you do need a four-year degree and two years of professional work experience. But for our professional staff, it could be anything from just 18 and no degree to you know a master's or a PhD, depending on what position you're applying for. So the, the requirements vary. The only thing, the two major things are if you're applying to be a special agent, there is an age requirement of 23 to 36, Damn. and there is a physical fitness component, <laughs> right? Yeah. With the professional staff employees, mm-hmm. no physical fitness, mm-hmm. so that puts you right in, right? Yeah. And yeah. then uh, win. no age requirement well, puts you right win. in again. So okay. two wins for you. Win, win. Is the process um, really long? Like, is a long period of time regardless of what job you're going through? Because I know one of the agents who came in said that for her to get hired and she's not an agent, it took her like seven or eight months. It varies. Okay. Because um, the biggest component of that is that everybody's life is different. So, for example, the easiest example is if you're from Rockland mm-hmm. and you've stayed your entire life in Rockland, never traveled, never went to school anywhere else, never lived anywhere else, your whole bubble was here, you're going to have a faster background than somebody who's in the military and who's mm-hmm. gone to several different states, has oh. been overseas, who's traveled, education here and there. So backgrounds do vary. Typically for an agent, it's about a year to get through. For professional staff, anywhere between six to ten months. Is there an exception to the rule <laughs> for age? Well, for a special agent, there let me, is. Let me just give you there a scenario. Is. Hold on, Dan. Let me give you a scenario. Right. Okay. <laughs> Let's just say there's a guy. He's forty-eight. Uh huh. He's done radio his entire he's life. Handsome. Extremely. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he might be looking for a new career because it's only a matter of time before he gets fired. History shows. Mm-hmm. And FBI now that he has this relationship with, which is the whole point why we have you in. So I can get a job. He. Uh, he. Sorry. He. God, thank you. Uh, and I would think that you would look in the background of some achievements, FBI stuff. Mm-hmm. I saved my dog when I was six. All right. Stuff gotcha. like that. <clears throat> the FBI, the government could make an exception for people like that. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. We do have a custodial position available. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Wow. You could be a custodial engineer. <laughs> He's quick. You know, if you, if you give me a badge and a gun, I'll be a custodial engineer or whatever yeah. at the FBI. Give you no, a- I mean, if we do that, it will say DEA, not FBI. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> give me letters. Give me some type of credential. Because that's like, I mean, I'm assuming the, the applicants that you get, in all seriousness, are those that, you know, are caught up in the TV world and they see the stories they might not understand the entire job or concept, and they want the exciting lifestyle of what they think is an exciting lifestyle of an FBI agent, right? Yes. Yeah. Some are. I mean, speaking for our agent population, again, it's it's two different cohorts. You have special agents, you have professional staff. Professional staff is a majority of our workforce, and that could be anything from a photographer, a nurse, an auto mechanic, a um, 
intelligence analyst, a tactical specialist, anything that you can think of we have, whether that's a you know biologist, a chemist, a DNA analysis, anything and everything we have under our professional staff. Um, what are you looking for population. now? For that, for for a professional, like not everything, we're always everything. looking. We're always constantly look. hiring. I mean, if you go to our website, fbijobs.gov, constant openings, and it's something that completely changes every week, every couple of days, because we're always in need of talented and gifted individuals to fill those ranks. Are what? y'all low on the recruiting process right now? Like how people aren't signing up to go into the military? Are people not signing up to be FBI agents? Is that an issue you guys are encountering? We have no issues with number of applications. Um, the problem where we run into are some of the requirements in terms of physical fitness. Um, you have to have a physical, you have <laughs> no. to be physically fit, right? And then just the other one, which is across the board, is just simply people being honest. Break down the oh. physical fitness. Yeah. Like, what, it, <laughs> what, what exactly do you mean by physical fitness? Like, what exactly does said person have to do to show the FBI that they are physically fit? Well, we our physical fitness test consists of four events. We have the sit-ups. I'm already out. That's like Big Brother. All right, just sit-ups. You know, it's a one-minute uh, maximum effort okay. event. Then after that, you have a 300-meter sprint. Okay. Then Define you have- sprint. <laughs> to find three yeah. if i come up a little short yeah i mean i can make 300 but what time are we looking at? <laughs> and then we have a uh, push-ups right after that oh nope and then a mile and a half run granny style mile and a half run yeah you mm. can walk it you're not gonna no, no, score no, no, any no. points the pu- but the, yeah. the push-ups and and the point in the point the points vary depending is- on what your performance is so your mm. objective is to get a uh you know, at least 12 points and one point in every event. How so. many sit-ups? I'm guessing it's timed. Yeah, it's one minute. One, one minute. minute How many event. sit-ups is the FBI looking for? To get the maximum 10 points, it's uh, 60. 60. You can do that, Nelson. How many get a point? A point? Mm-hmm. That's better than no points. All right. And then the 300 meters is, I don't know, how far is that? How many yards? Three quarters of a Three quarters of a lap on the track. Oh, my God. We can, can totally that. kill that. Why are you staring at me like you couldn't so. do it? I don't know. I don't know. And in then a the, minute? What, what was the third one? In a minute, he said? No, just as oh. fast just as you can. Just as fast as you can. As fast as you can. Oh, I can survive going around the track. Yeah. Does Buckwagon cover have to do this in oh, this class? God. You can try it. I mean, is that part of the- I mean, I'll put you through it if you want. I am a physical fitness advisor, so if you want to give it I, a real go, I'll, we can I, do it. I do. I All actually right. do. I, I want to I see how, at 48- I might change the rules for the FBI. You might. You never know. Well, now but, that I know, I'm going to train for it. But you going go back to, to your going back to your comment about is there an exception? There is for special agents in the age if you're former military with veterans preference. Hmm. So which I am. Individuals who has stolen value who've given to this country, who've done service and mm-hmm. they've done 20 years, 10 years, 12 years, and they want to continue to serve, we waive that age cap for them. And they can come in at any age as long as they're meeting the physical fitness requirements. I, I'm really glad you said that. That's like my biggest problem with TSA. I believe they hire the wrong people. And those that are ex-military, ex-law enforcement, when they are done doing what they do, they still can do. And I'm glad that the FBI does make an exception for those individuals because I I agree. Right. They're already trained. They already know. And those are the people that should be in those spots. Right. And then, That's and good. Mean, and more importantly, we want individuals that want to serve. Right. Sure. I mean, this country is great. It's not perfect. We have tons of problems, but it's still one of the greatest countries in the world. Yeah, the greatest, in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. That's good. And all the applicants go to Michaela, right, Michaela? You, Correct. You, so <laughs> if you want to butter up, you find Michaela, 
and buy her, you know, Starbucks. Dutch Bros. Yeah, mm-hmm. some Dutch Bros. Is that what she got? <laughs> yeah, Dutch Bros. Yeah, just get Dutch her a gift bro. card to Dutch Bros and you're in. Yeah. Uh, that That's really cool. How long have you been with the FBI, Dan? Uh, 19. 19 years. Oh, yes. that's a long time. Is that what you wanted to do as a young man? Absolutely not. What did you want to do? I didn't come across the FBI until my mid-20s. No. Initially, I thought I was going to go into the medical profession and be a doctor. And then, because I had this false perception that the FBI only hired law enforcement, military lawyers, and I didn't know that they hired anyone and everyone, regardless of what your uh, degree is in. I really was hoping you'd say you wanted to be a pop star. No. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like no. he could be one. <laughs> sure. I struggled through music class. <laughs> and you got hired and then you fell in love with it and stayed with it. Absolutely. And, and There's no it. greater job in the world because mm-hmm. of the experiences that I've had yeah. um, through my career. I mean, I was stationed in New Jersey for about six years and then worked white collar investigations there. And then I got transferred to Sacramento. My choice, I chose to come out here where I worked violent crimes, primarily working fugitives. Uh So I was tracking individuals out of the Sacramento area who were wanted for murder, attempted murder, um, sexual assault, parental kidnappings, all across the country and across the world. Well, we appreciate what you both do. Thank you very much. And all my fellow brothers and sisters back at the bureau, as we say. They are not your fellow brothers and sisters. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we call it, right? That's what we call it, the bureau. That's right. That's, that's, That's what we do. We're a tight-knit family is what he's getting at. Yep. That's he exactly. wants to be a part of your family. I am a part of the family. All right, here. I got a question for you, Dan. Yes, sir. I brought with me, I am on the, the SWAT team. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the assistant team leaders on the SWAT team, also a, a certified sniper. I brought with me our official SWAT patch. Wow. Here, here it is right there. Uh-huh. If you can guess what my college degree was, it's all yours. What? Wow. You, even if you come close to it, I'll give it to you. What you got a degree in college? Yes. For yes. Philosophy. Is he close? Not even. <laughs> give it a go. Uh, I'm gonna say your degree was in. Remember, he was going into the medical field. I know. I know that's what but I'm I thinking about. I think he about. said that to throw you off. I, I think know. he knew he was gonna bring it up. <laughs> I'm gonna say um, medical administration. Did you play any sports while you were in college? No, no you can't just, ask questions. Just high school. Oh, okay. communication. School. Communications. <laughs> yeah. What was yours? What was your guess? Uh, medical administration. All right. Yeah, then none, none of them are. Chemical close. engineering. What is it? Arts and science. We'll give it to the lady. Oh. It was biochemistry. Biochemistry. Oh, you, see. Uh, that, you know, I thought about that. <laughs> I swear to God. But then I'm thinking Roadhouse. <laughs> and I'm thinking Patrick Swayze, yep. tough guy. You know, he's a badass, like, when he does his thing. But he's very sweet when he's just around yeah. the, like. He's a philosopher. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> that's a, yes, yes, yes. That's cool. Way cool. Quote some Play-Doh on you as he's locking you up for life. This patch is so thick, too. And that I pulled that off of my uniform this morning, so that's what? actually on my uniform. Pulled it off. Way I cool. It for you. Oh, Way cool. Thank you. <clears throat> uh, FBI.gov slash Sacramento or for the jobs, FBI.gov slash jobs. It's FBIjobs.gov. FBIjobs.gov. And on Twitter at FBI Sacramento. Special Agent Dan Rodriguez, Applicant Coordinator Michaela Begley, thank you so much. You did say stuff. Got you to say stuff. Thank you. Even though Gina's not here, hello, Gina, and thank you for everything. All right, give us a minute here. Hang on. There's Mason in Sacramento. How are you today, my friend? Good afternoon. You got some information on bees? 
Mm. Yeah, that's not going to work. Sounds call like you us got, back, Mason. You got calls back, buddy. I don't know. I can't hear a damn thing you're saying. What was this uh, thing? He picked it up. Maybe the bees got after him. He's, he said he knows a lot about bees, and he was getting into the whole breakdown, and I wanted him to hold it to tell us on air. So I didn't hear Breakdown of what? How to, how to avoid bees? Oh, is this him He's again? coming back, yeah. Is this Mason again? Yes, yes. Uh, oh, so much better, Mason. All right, so are there you are you a beekeeper? Yeah, I'm a beekeeper, so I was listening to you. So cool. And it's interesting uh, how the gentleman got stunned, you know. There's different variety of bees, and you can't just, you know, everybody knows when they're allergic and they're not. Can you hear me or no? Yeah. Oh, yeah. we can hear you loud and clear, Mr. Bee Guy. Perfect. So, you know, my guess, when he took the pot or the plant, uh, the soil out there were yellow jackets or hornets because honeybees don't do that ever um and you know yellow jackets they bite they don't sting so they take part of your skin out and I, for me like i've got stunned like 500 times in one day as a beekeeper because i'm stupid i don't wear a bee suit i just go in as is but you know Usually, people, when they do get stunned or they're freaked out because they're like, oh, I'm allergic, I swelled up. Well, no, not really. Yes, you do swell up, but you got to get stunned, you know, five, six times. And if you stop swelling out, well, you're not allergic. But if you do, you know, you might be still, but. All right, well, answer well, me this, I- Mason. Answer me this. If you're being chased by a swarm of bees, what do you do? Do you jump in the water or no? Still. Nope. You stand still, put your hands, two hands up above your head, kind of like you're getting arrested almost, mm-hmm. and that's it. And you stand still, and they'll fly away. Uh, you never run from the bees. Are you a bee? Yeah. <laughs> is this a giant man-sized bee that's calling us? Is it a trick? Yeah, it feels like this is some of the bees uh, would no, want to say. No, I swear to God, it works every time. Because I'll be out on a job in, a lot of times for a swarm rescue, and there'll be bees and people recording me, whatever. Then one of them, you know, bees are chasing, and they're running like, you know, like idiots. And you're like, hey, 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 just chill, chill. Just stand like this, like me, and that's it. And they're like, oh, my God, that's amazing. You <laughs> know, there... But I'm like, hey, you know, if you do get stung, just put ammonia on, and you won't, you know, you won't swell up, and you won't be as much pain. Just ammonia is like the key. Is is this there is there a difference between male and female bees? Like, yes. is one more yes. aggressive? Uh, male never stinks. Females, males, you know, and they only live for a few weeks, uh, only certain time of the year. That's it. Just to breed with the queen, and that's it. Then they die. What about what about the? I've heard about like in the fall, mainly October. The female bees are more aggressive, and they're like a certain type of bee. Yeah, because it's getting a little bit colder. So whenever it's like cloudy or rainy. And, you know, they tend to be a little more aggressive versus springtime when they're just reproducing and trying to. But there are certain it's, there are a certain type of bee. There, there's a certain name for them. So uh, Italian or African bees or, you know, a lot of. It's no, just no, no, no. You know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about, Nelson? I'm just waiting for the joke. What are you talking about? Yeah, Shut I'm, kind of up. I'm just waiting for him to. No, the female bees in October. Um, like around Halloween, they're called boobies. There you go. Right? Oh, there it my is. gosh. I'm over here like. I've never heard of it, but I would be definitely aware of it now. <laughs> you you yeah. won't. Don't be aware of it. <laughs> Don't be aware of but it. But they yeah. only come out to sting when it gets nipply. Right. 
Oh yeah, but then if you yeah you touch one of those, you open a hive when it's raining. You're 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 gonna see Jesus real quick. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mason, we gotta oh, let you go. God. Hey, don't get stung a lot, yeah. and and check in with us from time to time so we I'm know you're alive. Right? Okay. Makes you a man. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't know what he said. He's very funny. Makes you a man. Very 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 Google. So. My favorite part about you, Bailey, is that. I'll take you, up five minutes to get to the punchline. Well, no, but yeah, some of it. And the reason I feel like you do that is because sometimes you are being serious. But if you look at him with the where's the joke face, he can't, he breaks just slightly. He has this like he has this grin that he does. And I'm like, you son of a go ahead. Get it out. <laughs> Boobies. That's like a kid's <laughs> And listen, I'm over here clueless, like really thinking, like, what kind of no. bees are doing this or whatever. He was asking too many questions. <laughs> <laughs> he had too many details he was trying to Because he does it so serious. Like, no, 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 no that's not like, it. That's not, the, that's not the name. And I'm I like, well, I don't know it. the name. There, uh, did you guys see the email that we're going to have here at the radio station, the annual Halloween chili cook-off potluck and costume contest, <laughs> which means that you and I, head-to-head, or all three of us, who has the best costume that I mean, day. Nelson's not in the running. He's not even into it. He's not no. going to put much effort into his costume. It's really going to be between myself and you because yesterday I feel like I was unfairly cheated out of my greatest costume of all time. <laughs> so this year, yes, it's going to be me and you. We're going to do head-to-head, and we're going to let the people vote, not Nelson. I picked out what I'm going to be this year last night. Okay. Yeah. I haven't picked mine out yet, but I'm I'm really going hard this time. Well, re- remember, mine is more clever than anything else. It's, I know I, yours is clever. I mixed two people together. Last year, I was Weird Al Capone. I've been mm-hmm. Willy Wonka Nelson. I've been Garth Vader, SpongeBob mm-hmm. Ross. Those I'm are all great. Nelson, what are you going to be? What's the last costume you dressed up as? Um, I've got an idea for you. The last costume I actually dressed up in was uh, an Oogie Boogie costume that I bought for Penelope because she, like Nikki D, likes The Nightmare Before Christmas. So she was Sally and I was the giant bad guy. Oh, you're, yeah, you got a dad costume when you mm-hmm. got young kids. The last costume that I, like, I made myself was, I don't know, 10 years ago. Do you remember Ken Bone? The yeah. guy that was like- He just went, died. Yeah. Yeah. The guy that went viral during the presidential election. Yeah. Well, when I shave my head and I have a mustache, I put a red sweater on, I look exactly like him. You, you're right. You do. I could dress like him or I could dress like, what's his name from the Atlanta bombing? Oh, um. I look like both of them. Like yeah. the guy from the the, the Olympic Jewel. Bombing. Richard Jewel. Yeah, Richard Jewel. Yeah. Richard Jewel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You like so to. What? what? I was going to say, what idea did you have for him? Well, I was going to ask, do you like scary movies? Right. <laughs> Why? Well, yes. just because of you could be a character in one movie. It's a kind of a B-level movie. Do you know the character Anita? Anita what? Diet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is scary. <laughs> that is totally that scary. Is scary. <laughs> Look at him. He's about to fall out his chair That's laughing so, so hard over there. <laughs> sorry, so sorry, 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 sorry. Last night my wife and I were talking about this in Halloween, right? And she goes, what are you going to go as? I think I'm going to go as this because I write down usually some ideas a year prior and I put it in my Google calendar, true mm-hmm. story. And I was like, I've always wanted to do this one. It makes sense now that I live in California to do this character, uh, this costume. She's like, good. And she's like, well, what am I going to be? What goes with that? Blah, blah, blah. And she was complaining. She's like, I'm fat. Oh, my God. Look at this. I'm at five. She's all, you know, so I'm just listening to her. And I found the best thing to do when your wife complains about their weight. You obviously, you can't, anything you say is going to be wrong. Right. So you agree with them. 
because all you're doing is doing what they want you to do, agree with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So they can't get mad at you if you agree with them. No, we're I still going to be mad. Yeah. We're still going to be mad. So she's like, what am I going to be? I was like, why don't you go as Anita? She's like, Anita, Anita who? Anita what? Anita diet. Oh. <laughs> sure that really won her over that's the only reason i didn't tell you all that story earlier this morning like before the show i was gonna tell you i was like i'm gonna find a way in the next four hours to set nelson up for it <laughs> and that girl peed herself last night she thought that was the funniest thing <laughs> all right fourth and final round of headlines yeah, I'm going to tell you what missing former NFL player loves finding Nemo and how AI is learning animal language. All right, we'll get you that here in just a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Fourth and final round of headlines. Thank you so much, good guys. Heating and air, 530-GOOD-AIR. 530-GOOD-AIR. Nikki D. Sergio Brown had these remarks regarding his mother's death. 8-7. I got it. Dory is. P. Sherman, 42, Wallaby Way, Sydney. Oh my gosh. I can't. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. What the f? Missing? They ain't never seen finding Nemo. What the f is going on? The hell did we just listen to? These are a string of videos that he's been posting on Instagram. That was real. Those that was real. That's that was him. his actual audio from his Instagram videos. That I he's thought you were posting. making jokey jokes. No, yeah. no, no. I'm not making jokes. Um, he has said that his mother's not missing. She's on vacation. He goes off on these crazy rants like what you just heard, quoting Nemo. Um, <laughs> in his last video, in that video, he was in Mexico. It looked like from the background. In the latest video, it looks like he's in his mother's actual hometown, and he made a video. And at the end of that one, he just screams out Drizzy Drake, like he's talking crazy out of his head. So the theory I had when this story broke on what happened was he killed his mother, I feel, and then he left because he's had some kind of psychotic break. And I know we say that some people use mental illness as a crutch and they don't have it, but if you just heard what I heard, something is wrong with him. Yeah, they've they've, they've found his mother, right? Yeah, she's dead. She's dead, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they, they found, her they found her body. Yeah, creek, and they yeah. found a body. And when uh, somebody said something, I guess he saw the stories about it. He's like, my mom's on vacation. Like, your mom's not on vacation. And dude. if he's had a psychotic break, he might actually believe that. Exactly. Wow, that's crazy. And they also have some um, evidence that he they saw him burning clothes. They have a video or something of him burning clothes after her murder. What's your mind immediately go to in the situation? CTE, doesn't it? What do you mean? Oh, that football. Disease. Oh, the football. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. look what happened with what's his name, the wrestler. I mean, it's happened to other football players. It's oh, Chris Benoit. Yeah, Benoit. Yeah, yeah. He lost his damn mind. He killed mm-hmm. his family. I'm surprised this isn't a bigger story. And I'm surprised they don't have everybody trying to find this dude because it's crazy and off his rocker as he is right now. He can hurt anybody. Yes. Yeah. If he did that to his own mother. Anybody right now that's around this guy is in danger, I feel. Yes. Yeah. You, you, again, you look at people that have got to that level of their career to be a professional whatever, you know, especially the 1% that gets into the NFL, mm-hmm. you know, and he might not, you know, he's not going to the Hall of Fame, but, you know, he bounced around. He was on a couple different teams and, you know, he played in the league and I'm sure he made some coin and, and so be it. And you got to move on. You got to figure out how to move on with your life. Right. So, you know, it's, uh, yes, it should be CTE. Mm-hmm. But my first thought was these players struggle. It's like military coming state, coming back to stateside. Yep. Yes. And they, they're they so used to being around 
bombs and killings and shootings and stuff they never want to talk about again, which is makes things even worse when they come back to civilization. Anybody that's used to a certain lifestyle or a certain way, mm-hmm. it's very difficult to adapt to just being a normal person. It is shocking to your psyche for sure. We have to go through classes when we're getting ready to come back to the States from our, our deployments. So it should be normal. Really? Right. We ha- they yeah. they brief us on, like, things that's happened while we were away, things that are new, things that have changed. Like, they put us through these classes each and every time we come back. Yeah. I can mm-hmm. imagine. That's yeah. tough. So, all right. Second story. If you could talk to your animals, would you? H8. You ever think about what your cat would tell you if you could understand them? Or what you'd chat about with your dog or maybe a horse? Mm. Well, you might be able to find out soon. <laughs> What's your face? Yeah, I'm, I'm listening. Like I mean, I talk to my dogs now, and I know what they're saying, but... Yeah, who needs AI for this? Well, scientists from Japan say AI can not now help understand what different chicken clucks mean with 80% accuracy. And not only with chickens, they're testing this out, and I watch so many videos on this, with dogs, with cats, with gorillas. So the question is, if they get to a point with this AI technology, it's this little vest that they strap on their backs that does the little AI, whatever, and, and it'll have the dog talking back to you would you yeah. buy that and put it on your dog <laughs> yeah do you want to guess who would be more susceptible to this men or women there's a survey that was already done about it women men well uh, nelson's no, right it's men 60, i said men no you said women he said men did i yeah 65 percent of men sure. said that they're likely to do it they'll use yeah. it they'll buy the vest only 58 percent of women are into it yeah so, yeah, I I don't know. I'm a little torn. I would want to talk to my dog. Oh, you don't want your dog to no. talk. Right. I know but what your dog's dog going to say. My dog is so bad. I'm like, I don't want to talk to Your her. dog would. going to complain all the time. Your dog's not going to talk to you. Your dog's <laughs> going to try to talk to anyone else but you. Your, your, your dog is going to AI for help. Uh-huh. <laughs> Does it have like a Stephen Hawking voice? Thanks, get me. I don't hear that dog almost went, almost went to the pound yesterday. Bad bathroom. Yeah, she chewed up another harness. Those things are 30 bucks a pop. She's ready to get rid of the dog. No, I, I, Yeah, I mean, the dog shouldn't be there to begin with. She's a horrible dog owner. I'm not a horrible dog owner. My dog's just really bad. That's such a sweet dog. You hate your dog. You I said that. I don't hate her. She's just bad. She's unruly, and she knows better. If she wasn't smart, it'll be one thing, but she is highly intelligent. So I know the things that she does, she does them on purpose. She's lying to you people. She hates her dog. She hates her daughter. She doesn't give Christmas to her kids. That's not no. true. I just don't put up Christmas trees. Same thing. Not the same thing. Have she all? got gifts. No. Ever? No. She, I mean, I used to. I just stopped. My daughter is 15. We don't okay. need all the extra oopla. This year what I'm calling the, the cops. magic of Christmas end at a certain age? The I, magic of Christmas? What are you talking about? I want to find out what the California uh, department is. Do you call on people, the bad parents? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Because this year, if she does not put up a Christmas, you know what? I'm going to kidnap her daughter and bring her to a house that does celebrate Christmas the proper yes. way. Feel free. She yeah. can come move right into the old guest room I was in. Yeah, that's Who will fine. bother me none at all. Show that poor child what a Christmas is supposed to be about. <laughs> you can buy all her gifts, too, if you like to. And I will. I okay. will. Okay, all right. Write them all off. <laughs> yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> get her a bunch of Barbie dolls and all that good stuff. She doesn't play with dolls. She's 15. She will get and like what I give her. <laughs> That's how Christmas works in my house. can't be choosers. Yeah. Santa brings, Santa you take, and you Santa enjoy. That's kind of how that rolls. Is that why you buy me lunch? Why? Are you just writing me off? No, Am I, I just a tax that. break for you? 
I don't do all that. I don't. I, my tax person is not even that savvy. I cannot even believe that. Well, she did find her at church, so maybe you're right. <laughs> maybe I do believe her on that. I one. don't do all that. She's gonna look for the section on her taxes that says Nelson. <laughs> I wonder why she always demanded to have a paper receipt. My friend, you know, back home, she told me you find a friend, you buy him lunch a lot, you make a lot of money. <laughs> this year, I, I got back eighteen thousand dollars. I don't know if it was done right, but my friend the Lord, <laughs> went to church with her, did a shopping plaza. She says she does it on her computer. She didn't charge me a thing. All I did, cut her five grand. <laughs> you give me back 18, I'll definitely give you five. Yeah, really. All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns, 916-909-0985. Anything on the text machine, get those in as well. Talk to you. If you got something or not, roll some credits. Get out of here for a weekend. Hang on. As always, we appreciate uh, you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. Uh, big thanks to Kyle, who was off to host his show down the hall at ESPN. And uh, the text machine. What do we got? That's a custodial engineer. Yes, they're talking about when I said an electrical engineer earlier. I think you were joking, and they are not. They are not joking. (laughs) Uh, The next one says, this was not just David Lee Roth singing Ice Cream Man. It was Van Halen. Mm. Uh, Well, David Lee Roth, I think most people know Ice Cream from David Lee Roth. But Van Halen did do Ice Cream years, years prior. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. And the, the cut that I pulled was the David Lee Roth cut. Right. But the ice cream from David Lee Roth is from the 80s, mm-hmm. right? 80s? Well, I think they're both from the 80s. Are they both from the 80s? Mm-hmm. I thought Van Halen did it earlier than that. I thought Van Halen was like 84 and Diamond Dave did it in like oh. 86. Either way, we're all right on that. Yes. We are. Oh. Um, next one says, Bailey, great idea. Can't wait to cut that promo. No right. name attached to that. Ooh. That's fine. Uh, a head of lettuce is now $1.67 at Walmart in Vacaville. And you know what's great about iceberg lettuce? Mm-hmm. Do you know the proper way to chop up iceberg lettuce? Are you supposed to do it in wedges? No, no, you take it, put it in the palm of your hand, smack it. and you smack it, mm-hmm. and your core pops out, and then it just falls a- apart, and then you chop it that way. It's oh. so much fun. Yeah, it's nice. It's very violent. Did you not know that? I didn't know that. You no. just pop the core? Really? You've mm-hmm. never done that? Oh, I've my never done it. God. Never not one time. I always use a knife and cut it. it, it it's the equivalent of that bubble wrap. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, like that. Mm-hmm. You just get addicted to it. Mm-hmm. Dude, you could line up heads of lettuce. I could do it all day. Because ah. it just falls apart. It's pretty cool. Okay, I might yeah. try that. And I got one more. They put a name to this one. It says, Dustin, uh, in sack, we love wrestling. Cutting promos is our thing. Okay. Well, all that's right. good. So, so you have volunteers, it looks like. All right. So next week, I'll have a pair. So, if it, I mean, we got a, that's a decent response, right? I'd rather mm-hmm. you have called, but that's fine. So next week, I don't know what day I'm going to do it, but uh, WWE will be here Friday, next Friday, at the Golden One Center, SmackDown. I'll, I have a pair of tickets to give out. This is called Cut a Promo. Well, I'll give you a heads up on Monday or on our social media at Listen to the BS Tell you when to do it. You'll have about 30, 60 seconds to cut a promo on anything or anyone, including us, somebody in your household, somebody in the news, whatever, right? And you just old school wrestling style, new school, however you want to do it. Make it your own. We'll give you some music to play in the background, and then the best one will win the tickets for SmackDown, which I think if it's not already sold out, it's pretty damn close to it's being close sold out. It's close to being sold out for sure. Yeah, pretty close. And I'll see you there. I'll be going, so uh, it'll be a lot of fun. 
Uh, tomorrow, Farm to Fork, I believe most of us, if not all of us, will be out to at that festival. Yeah, I'll be out there. I just found out today, because uh, I went to their website, that Ben Harper's playing. Love Ben Harper. And also, and this is part of the free ticket, and Michael Fronti and Spearhead. I'm so excited. So I'm going to go later in the evening, like when he plays at 6. I One earlier Michael, in the day. Michael Fronti is awesome. Oh, my God. He's so I had cool. no idea. This whole time, we're giving away tickets. I had no idea they were going to be performing. They got a whole slew of artists. Yes. Bummer. They're going to be there. Pretty cool. All right. Nikki, you got anything? Yes. I want to say a quick thank you to Stacy and her husband, Brian. They came out of Sky River to meet us specifically last night. I thought that was pretty cool. Excellent. All right. Nelson? Uh, yeah, I just want to say I don't feel comfortable you making me a tax write-off. I really thought it was because you love me. <laughs> oh, please. All right, uh, and listen to the BSR social media. Give us a like, listen, follow the podcast uh, on the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com, or anywhere you get your podcast. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, please, at The Bailey Show. Look, it's the weekend. You got football. You're going to be doing some drinking. I understand. I get it. If you've had too much, please do not get behind the wheel of a car. I've lost way too many friends like that. Mickey's up next. More keywords for the Hawaii trip to stay at Disney's Alani Resort, so pay attention to that. If all goes well, we'll talk to you Monday at 6. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment.